Tom Middletooth Cruz. That's not Malcolm says. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'll never remember to to grab that from the pre-show. That's why I should wait until the real show to talk about that. But I want to know the real story with Nicole Kidman and uh, the other one. And don't say Scientology. There's more, something more than that. <laughs> like, you know, they wake up in the middle of the night and he's jacking off into like his own shoe or something. And they're like, oh, God, we're getting a divorce. And he's like, you're not allowed to tell anyone. I'll give you $10 million. And they're like, all right. She's six inches taller than him and he was bitter about it. Yeah, I wonder how many times when he was married to Nicole Kidman, he had to climb up, climb that tree and ask for sex. Can we please get off of me? You're at me belt. Get off. That was the wrong accent, too. That's, yeah. I don't know. Everything that, everything that I could find online about why they broke up says religion got in the way. Okay. I mean, I guess I believe that, but I don't believe. I don't know. Scientologists are fucking. I guess. Deep. They will fuck you up. I want there to be more. Like other things, the Illuminati does not exist, but Scientologists do. Elton <laughs> says, "I didgeridoo don't want to be married anymore." <laughs> <laughs> didgeridoo divorce? I'm getting a didgeridoo divorce. <laughs> Saturday, August 4th, 2018. It's 10, 11 p.m. This is show number 446. This is the Venchat Show. It's a Venchat Show. And here are your hosts. There's turn at sauce and a my name's Ben. Hey, how are you? We're gamers in the know. We like MMOs. We make jokes, laugh, and drink and swear. We podcast in Casuware. So if you're there at home, come hang out with the bros and have some fun Saturday night. For your own. Hey, everybody. Uh, my name is Fenn, and how are you? Uh, I am joined with Esta, the nicest hitman you'll never see coming. It's Esta? Hello. Hi. And also with us this week is this gentleman. You're going to love feeling my furry fucking face. Feeling that nice fur up against you. It's brighter. <laughs> hello, hello. You remember that? That was an oldie. <clears throat> I think I played that one time when you were when you were coming on. Uh and there's a much longer clip to that and it is filthy. We can maybe play it in the after show. <laughs> <laughs> he talks about his beard and his whatever and his, <laughs> I'm an animal locked in a cage. Like all this reasons. <laughs> anyway, uh thank you for joining us everybody and thank you for supporting us on Patreon where you can go get the whole pre-show, whole after-show, and uh, additional stuff, turn hats, alarm clock, and things like this. 
it's five bucks a month. And if you want to do it, that's great. And if not, then that's fine too. It's up to you. You got a lot of, uh, bonus stuff. It's all available too, by the way. I don't mention that. So from the first day we posted until now, um, we usually do about a half an hour off of air and then another, oh, what is it? And out, we do 90 minutes generally before we start the live show, which we're doing now. So if you missed out on all that, you can always go back and get it. And then just, I don't care if you get it for, you know, one month and download it all. doesn't matter to me. Um, but also you can do uh Twitch prime, which some other people did tonight. And I thank you for that. Um, and our Amazon link. And, uh, that's about it. I've been listening to Stitcher this week. Why? I don't know. Cause they still kind of suck, but, uh, we have a lot to get to. So let's do it. Did turd hat piss into a canteen? Did Esther shave his sweet face clean? Did sauce chop a lady in the vagine? Let's talk about what happened this week. Damn it. I gotta get those fucking badges. I always forget about it. x Malcolm's got a year badge for being on Twitch Prime for a year, and I need to make the badge. So far, it's one person. But, like, pretty soon, that number's gonna jump up. Because he got in, like, right away. And pretty soon, it's gonna be, like, a little pack of people, like, I want my fucking badge. So. What kind of badge? It's for, I don't know. Part of me wants to make something filthy. Well, it'll never fly with Twitch, I guess. So, I don't know. <laughs> no, it will not a be. A, won't be a picture of Tom Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> Just a butt. We'll figure it out. We got to get something together for that. But, um, so I was gone for the last, well, last week, but essentially, two, you know, I missed one show, but it's about two weeks of time. I haven't talked to you. Um, so I guess I will tell you roughly uh, the the shoddy details of my trip. So I was there for a funeral, but um, I also had tickets with family, the other side of the family, essentially, to see Willie Nelson that in this same thing. So I left Thursday and then came back the following Tuesday because, you know, and I'll get to it. But um, first things first, I wasn't going to go see Willie Nelson without a little weed. Okay. And I had a weed pen. And I've heard tale that uh the Oakland airport, which is the close one to me, they don't give a shit. And, you know, I've even read it like on various like you know, whatever you want to call them, brighter stoner websites or something, you know. Oakland doesn't care, man. You can just roll in there. TSA's looking for bombs, not weed. Right. Then that's sort of what they said on the things. And I read it a couple places and I'm like, look. I got this, I got a weed pen and where we're flying into, we flew into Spokane, Washington and weed's legal in Washington. So who, you know, now I've also heard like, once you go through the gates, it's technically federal, whatever, you know, so the state laws don't apply, but okay. Um, and then we were going to Idaho for the funeral. That's, it's not legal there, but then we were going to Nevada for the concert and a couple days there and it is legal there so there's only one place in the whole trip i was going to be where it wasn't legal and i'm not you know and i wasn't tripping that hard but they also say to put it in your carry-on and not your suitcase because if you can because um the suitcase they will sometimes randomly check the cases but in your carry-on the worst you'll get is like tsa you know at the airport or whatever but even they don't check so i brought it with me i put it in my backpack bag and uh, 
I get probably a little nervous about that kind of stuff anyway, maybe more than I should, but so you know how you get to the um place where you gotta take your shoes off and your backpack and your you got a belt or all that shit, and you've gotta put them all into the the little plastic boxes, you know, on the thing. Yep. Uh-huh. So I put my stuff in and it's in my backpack. And I put my shoes in another one in front of it, and like I don't remember something else in the one behind it. Maybe my wallet keys and random bullshit. And then I go through the thing where you put your arms up and they scatter field test you or whatever, and they check to see if you're got sticks of dynamite on your belt or whatever. <laughs> uh, and so they get through that, and then I'm waiting on the other end, and I see my shoes come out, and then I see the bin that was behind my shoes come out, no backpack come out. And my fucking little spider sense went off and I was like, no, oh no. And I'm going on the plane with my mom and she doesn't know I have it. And I'm not interested in getting like a, excuse me, sir, you know, one of those things. And I just, I just start sweating. Like, so my guess is that when you were leaving your house, you bumped the dildo wall and one of them got in there. (laughs) (laughs) Close, but no dildo. Um, so I wait and I wait and it doesn't come out. And then I see TSA on the side going through my bag. And I'm like, oh my God, here it comes. And I didn't make any real effort to like stealth smell it or whatever. I put it in two Ziploc bags. Okay. Which I know probably doesn't do anything, but it, but it made my self feel a little better like okay at least i did something and then they come uh then all of a sudden they drop it back on the thing in the pre-scan and i see it start coming through and then i was like okay what's happening now you know like is anyone gonna come at me or whatever they came through and then uh one of them just started walking up to me as it came out and i was like oh god here it comes and the worst part is I'm going up for like a family function. So if something really major was going to happen, it was going to be like the biggest story since the moon landing with my family. You know, like <laughs> Fen, Fen couldn't make the flight because he had weed on his bag. You know, none of my family touches that stuff or whatever. I mean, they're all pretty whatever straight laced. And it's like, oh, my. Oh, dear. Like, you might as well say, like, I ate a baby or something. It would have been bare. It just would have been terrible. But they come back with my bag and they just say. Oh, you just had uh, an iPad and some other electronics like on top of each other. And so when it went through, we needed to separate them and then rescan it. And I was like, okay. You know, like, it just took my <laughs> shit. <laughs> Why are you sweating so much, sir? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was just, then I was concerned that I looked guilty. Like, like, you know, oh, oh I even said, where's my other, where's my other bag? Like when my shit came through. <laughs> I'm like, where's my, where's my backpack? Kind of like freaking out. And uh, everybody knows you're high. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Everyone can smell the marijuana on your breath and in your clothes. And the funny thing was, is like, I haven't smoked in, I couldn't tell you like a long time, like a month or more, but I've had it around. And I was like, dude, there's no way I'm going to fucking Willie Nelson without weed. And before you say like, why didn't you just buy it in Nevada? Because I was going to be with other family. And I don't even know how I would have made an excuse to like bust out to like a weed store there. I was even thinking that through. Like, how can I just tell them that I need to leave alone without anyone around for a while? And then I'll be back and not 
I just wanted to see the sights in Reno, like where I've been a million times, and it's actually kind of a shithole. So whatever. Yeah, that's right, Meech. This is. I'm gonna go. Reality. I'm gonna go gamble and get a prostitute. Right. <laughs> like. Well, and the other thing was is like you have to in Reno where we're staying, you gotta valet your car. So, and I didn't have the ticket at the time. I guess I maybe I did. I I just was thinking it through. Like it's gonna be harder just to get it there than it will be to whatever. But. But I was like, there's no way I'm going to go see Willie Nelson without smoking a bunch of weed. So anyway, so that turned out, uh, you know, fairly uneventful flight and all that stuff. <clears throat> and then um, we drive into or we fly into Spokane. And then this place where my the relatives live and the fucking funeral is, is really, really tiny town. And there's no hotels. There's no nothing. So I got an Airbnb about an hour away. And that's about as close as we could get without it just turning into like you can have half the tent you know or some shit like that uh and so i got it with my mom and one of my other cousins who was flying in or whatever and so i show up to the airbnb and i'm going to use fake names i might even change a couple of the details to protect the innocent because it's not just my last name but it's other people so uh i pull up to the airbnb and it's first of all it's beautiful and it's huge and it costs like a third of what my house costs here and it's like five times as big <laughs> and it's on like an acre. And I'm like, Oh my God, what am I doing to myself in the fucking Bay area? But that's neither here nor there. So, uh, the lady that has the Airbnb lives next door and she's super nice. And she says, Hey, uh, do you know, uh, Jenny Snicklefritz? And I'm pretending Snicklefritz is my last name. Cause I don't want to, it's pretty common. I mean, up there it's common. I want to say it. And I was like, no, but I, you know, cause she saw my last name on the Airbnb stuff. And I was like, no, but, uh, I'm, I'm, you know, we're close. We're like an hour away from where a lot of my family came from. So maybe we're, you know, we're related. Uh, and she's like, well, her husband's name is like, uh, Philip J. Snicklefritz. And I'm like, okay. Uh, Philip J. Snicklefritz and whatever I said, Jenny Snicklefritz. And so I'm like, well, you know, I'm going to this funeral and, you know, on Airbnb, you have this thing where you can message each other back and forth, like, Hey, I need the keys or Hey, there's a problem or whatever. And I talked to her for a while and she's super nice. I'm like, look, when I go there, I'll ask them just out of curiosity. I'm going to see a ton of relatives and I'll see if they're uh, a relation or something. And so, uh, I Google up this person's name later because I was just curious, like maybe I know them or maybe I can find some connection or whatever. So I Google up like Philip K. Snicklefritz. And the first thing that comes up is a first degree murderer. And he has, uh, let's say he's shot a guy 35 times and killed him. And I was like, holy shit, that's my last name. And he's a murderer. <laughs> and he's best friends with the Airbnb lady. Like, this isn't great. <clears throat> and, uh, I'm well, not freaking. I claim that the other guy. Yeah, I'm getting to that. So, well, it, what what it turns out to happen was he's con or he's going up for this murder one with the guy with like 35 bullet holes in him or something, and he goes to court and pleads not guilty and says the guy committed suicide. <laughs> like the guy shot himself 35 times and committed suicide, and so it was just such like a. Ooh. It's such a clear lie. I, I was telling these guys the whole story off air before we started, but, um, so for a while I was like, holy shit, you know, this is fucked up. And, uh, then I found out that there 
are two Philip K. Snicklefritzes because my last name is so common and he's not the murderer. He's just an accountant or something like just like a regular guy. And then I was like, okay, things are all right. Uh, and so I did eventually go to the funeral and, um, go ask around. And it turns out one of my first cousins was business partners with the, the Philip K. Snicklefritz, not the murderer, but the other guy for like 30 years and knew him and everything. So small world. So that was kind of interesting, but that place was fucking so nice that we stayed in and just like, you know, why don't I move already or something? So, uh, anyway, we went to the funeral and that was lovely. It's a super small town, but like whenever it's like out of a movie, whenever somebody dies, the whole town comes, there's probably like 150 or more people at his funeral. Everybody makes a dish and then you go to the town hall after the funeral and there's a potluck, like a huge tables and chairs and whatever, like 150 people potluck with all the people and all the family and whatever. Just like, you know, you would, it's just something you'd see in a tiny little town and they have their own cemetery and it's on a big hill overlooking the whole valley and it's beautiful and whatever. So that was, you know, what it was. And, and the, the person that passed away was old, so it was not like crazy sad or anything. Then our timeline was thus. Um, the funeral is on Saturday and we had to be in Reno Sunday night for the Willie Nelson concert. So we had to get, uh, I guess it'd be about a, something like an 11 hour drive in two days, like one being the day of the funeral. So the first jaunt we were going to make was to Boise, Idaho, which is like kind of the biggest, you know, city along that route. And then the next day would be like a pretty big drive, like six, seven, eight hours, something like that. Um, and have you guys ever price lined a hotel? The one where you don't see it, but they tell you after you pay? Just out of curiosity. I, yes, once. How did that work out for you? I'm just wondering. Uh, I mean, it was in Vegas, so it was okay. Okay. Um, I could figure out the two that I was looking at. You knew roughly, like, it's going to be yeah, this which one or that two? One. It was one of the two. <laughs> I missed it, but X not Malcolm says, did he tie the gun to a weather balloon? That's a nice callback <laughs> from whatever it was last two weeks ago. Um, well, I price lined it for the first time. And if you don't know how that works, or you maybe seen the commercials previously with William Shatner. Now I don't know. I think they have the chick from the big bang theory doing them now. The blonde chick. Okay. Yasik says I've used them several times all well. Well, here's where, here's what happened to me. I price lined it and I was all, I was originally looking at like, I guess it would be like three star hotels in, uh, Boise, which is saying a lot already that Boise, you know, <laughs> that's the top level. <laughs> yeah. I mean, actually Boise is a pretty big town, pretty big city, but the places I were, were before, no joke. Like if I didn't Airbnb it, I think two and a half would have been as high as I could go. That's like a, you know, Motel 6 leaving the light on for you type of place. So I did the Airbnb. But anyway, so I price-lined it with uh, good old Bill Shatner. And um, when I price-lined it, they, they, they were like, we can give you a four-star hotel. And the price was the same as if I was staying at like a two-and-a-half star. And I was like, <laughs> fuck, fuck yes. And I saw it was downtown, so I'm like, okay, 
it's not like way off, you know, in the middle of nowhere or some whatever. It's going to be like a sort of a high rise hotel. And so, uh, we did it or I did it. And then, uh, I had to drive back with my mom where I'm meeting other family in Reno, the other side <laughs> of the family. So we're in Boise and we pull up to the hotel and the whole thing is under construction. Like the whole, the restaurant's gone. You have to like, you can't check in, you know, everything's fucked. Like you have to check in on the third floor for your room. All of the amenities are gone. Like nothing, you know, all of the cool shit that you were there for the bar in the lobby and the pool and the whatever, all of it's fucked and it's gone. And it said, sorry, we're doing renovations between July 23rd to August 23rd or something. And you had to, I mean, we had to park in a garage, like, and, and huff our shit, like a fucking mile and go, like I said, go to the third floor to check in and there's nothing like no amenities at all. And I've just shaken my fist like, damn you Priceline. You know, they got me like, that's how they got me. You know, they, it's a four star hotel, but they're renovating. So they have no, you know, they got all kinds of rooms because nobody wants to stay there. So they throw that shit up on Priceline and you can't check it until after you fucking book it. And then you show up and they're renovating. So you got me, Shatner. You got me. That's yeah, it was. It was shitty. It was a bait and switch, basically. So I was a little bummed out on that. So we stayed at our four-star hotel where the rooms weren't even that nice, frankly. I think it was called the Grove in Boise, <laughs> which normally is nice and normally has lots of things, but no. Uh, and then we did our fucking... Next day, we did our seven-hour drive from Boise to Reno, whatever that is. And the whole fucking state's on fire. And so is California. So there's tons of, like, close to one lane and, like, someone's driving you through and all this shit. And it was it took forever. But um, we stopped in the town that's midway through. And if you've ever driven that road, you'll know the name Winnemucca. That's the town that we stopped in. And it is the most depressing town in the world. It's like the town that only exists because there's nowhere else, you know, for like two hours each way. <laughs> and uh, we stopped. There's we like one. put a Walmart somewhere. One kiss. Yeah. There's one. Maybe even too small for that. There's one casino. And every person that's working the casino or the cafe, which is where we stopped to eat, is maybe like 70 plus. Like, <laughs> hello, dear. You know, that kind of <laughs> thing. Like, not even. Ooh. They're not even fucking around with it. Uh and uh, like the one thing that I wanted because I had no uh, cell signal for the longest time because we were in the middle of nowhere was Wi-Fi. And so I'm going on the Wi-Fi and I'm like, excuse me, excuse me, you know, can you get on the Wi-Fi? Oh, the Wi-Fi's broken, dear. I'm like, fuck, this place, it's people. It's like the where you go to end it all. I can't understand anyone stays. So we bounce out of there, get into the town, time for Willie Nelson that night. And, uh, that was badass. I have to say, uh, there was weed everywhere. I mean, it was like standing, you know, in the line to get in the theater. It was like, all I, I'm like, Oh no, there's so, and I was already high. So I don't care. Um, it's like a Willie Nelson. Concert. Right. No, was, I know he was, but I, he was, was smoking on stage. Right. I don't recall. He sang a ton of weed songs. He sang Roll Me Up and Smoke Me When I Die. He sang uh, The Whole World's Going to Pot. You know, a lot. Of, I mean, you know, come on. Breaking, breaking up. Oh, okay. Sorry, I'll fix that. One. Okay, sorry. 
Now he sang uh, "Roll Me Up and Smoke Me When I Die" and the whole world's going to pot and uh, a bunch of weed songs. And like you could see when the the spotlights, you know, you could see in the spotlights just smoke, like in the light. You know how that works, oh. all the way down. And it's such an odd crowd, dude. He draws such a weird crowd because he draws the like. And I'm sorry if I'm putting anybody into a little box, which I probably am. He draws the whole um, yeehaw gang, like. He starts a song and there's a yeehaw and it's like a chain reaction yeehaw. So you might get like 20 seconds of yeehaws and you can't even hear the fuck he's singing. So he's got that crowd. He's got, it's like he's got sort of the conservative cowboy side crowd, but then he smokes a ton of weed and he's kind of liberal. So then you got a lot of like the weird left crowd. It's, it's just strange. And he's old, but like, He's got older people and younger people. It's got people from all over the place. So it was really odd. An odd concert. Um, well, I mean, he's he's got he's got crowds from like 50 years. Right. And they're not all 70 years old. I mean, you got some that are like right. there's a lot of people there that are younger than me. They're like fucking Willie Nelson, bro. You know, he's, slamming. He's the kind of country that that's okay to listen to. Yeah, but then he also has the good old boys, you know? Like everybody's in on it. It's weird. Right, right. And it was funny because at one point, uh, he's talking about weed and he's high, but I don't know if he smoked in there. I can't remember. Frankly, he probably did, but, uh, he's something, something about weed and he's like 85 and he does not, he might look 85, I guess it's Willie Nelson, but dude didn't sit down. He played all of his own. Like when you're older and you're a rock star, Usually you have like a lead guitarist that's playing the hard shit and you're just kind of strumming along and singing. You know what I mean? Like you're not doing the heavy lifting of the band. There was no lead guitarist. It was him. He played everything. And I would, that would impress the shit out of me and not just like his own stuff. He played like a fucking blues solo and bluegrass shit where he wasn't singing, just trucking along with the fucking songs. Uh, and he went for 90 or more minutes, you know, and didn't sit down, didn't do anything. And he was, he was solid. But what, um, also surprised me was before he, the person opening for him was Allison Cross. You know who she is at all? Because I didn't No. And I didn't even bother looking it up. I, I was just like, okay, well, this is so. Oh, like, yeah. I think I know. Do you know her is. now? Okay. She did like three songs on the Oh Brother Where Art Thou soundtrack. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. That's where I know her the most from. Probably. That's and she and she did those songs and had uh some like of the down same to the river. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um and oh, had the Allison same Krauss. Krauss, Krauss, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I know who she is. Like you suddenly sorry. know. Get out of here. No, no. Well I'm you sorry. said cross, but I, I think I, I, I Yeah, I know, I sorry. Um, but yeah, so basically the <laughs> beginning was a bunch of bluegrass and they, they did the old brother where Arthur songs, which I was pretty nice. stoked on. Um, and had the same backup people or like the same harmony people that were on that album as well. Let's see. I'll play you a quick second of it. And you guys probably don't give a shit, but let's see. As Let me see. Is this the one I want? Went down in the river to pray. This is Sisters, really let's go down, let's go down, come on down. Oh, sisters, let's anyway, go down. Anyway, if you've watched that movie, down in the river to pray. 
she's on a bunch of songs from that movie and she's got her own shit too but i was pleasantly surprised because i didn't think i was gonna know or or care who it was really and i didn't so sorry yes it was copyrighted music uh so that was about it uh i gambled but the big demon of reno took my money everyone's now talking about the no-show big shit pieces <laughs> i know but i did i do know that if you do if you're doing it to to do a commentary on it then it's a different story so fuck you i'm reviewing he's it. been doing it he's been doing it for years since not in the way that the way you the way you can't do it is if i want to play like a fucking metallica song as our intro song i can't you can't do that if i want to play a bit of something and talk about it you can do that i've that is you legal can you can but they could ask you to not do it yeah but who and is, like who's gonna like ask make me? you pull make you pull all your stuff so yeah yeah no i'm you know no one gives a shit we have to get way more popular to to do that that wasn't even yeah, the one i wanted it was there was another one that was that she did that i like better uh i forget what the other ones were for i know this is this is one of them that is this even no that's not even that hold on I guess it is. A song that is based on. I'm gonna try and skip forward. Trying to seduce our. our Remember the one. Rules? This is it. Remember the one with the sirens down in the water. Yeah, the sirens. This yeah. is this is what they're singing when the sirens get them and they think they turn one of them into a frog. Sleep, you little baby. Oh yeah. Your mama's gone away and your daddy's gonna stay. Didn't leave nobody but the baby. But <laughs> it reminds me, there's another funny thing. So she's got her own music too, of course. And it's a lot of bluegrass, a lot of country. And they have all the main instruments on stage. She plays fiddle. They got a piano. They got a uh, guitar. They got drums. They got a stand-up bass, you know, just like you kind of expect. And it's all dark. And there are definitely a bunch of, you know, good old boys in there. And uh, four or five songs in, you know, they would go dark in between and sometimes change out instruments uh, between songs. And you see a guy in the shadows carrying out a banjo. And one guy just leans back. He's like, hey, yo, there's a banjo. There's a banjo. Like, <laughs> dead quiet with the whole audience. And, uh, and you know, I kind of started chuckling. And two or three songs later, they do another song with a banjo. And right as they start into it, in the middle of the song, you hear the guy yell, there's a banjo again. Like, he was waiting for it, too. So you had some of that going on and there was, yeah, there was a lot of weed smoking in there. Uh, but yeah, that was most of it. And we had neighbors, uh, taking care of stuff. And I had a neighbor watching my dog and everything turned out fine. What a, what a, what a wonderful trip. Um, so let's see. I've got another bunch of things to hear, to do here. Uh, Let's what, 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 go ahead. What about Esther? What did he do on his weekend? Oh, yeah. Did you have any fun uh, things to do? Uh, I don't remember what I did. I'm trying to think. I don't know. I no, no camping. Worked in the worked in the yard. That was All the weekend. other. That was the other thing I was hoping because it was like 90s down here. I'm like maybe it's you know get some nice weather up there. 103 every day. Up in that you, bitch. you worked in the yard all weekend pretty much isn't it like a hundred no 
it was cooler. Isn't it like 500% humidity and shit? <laughs> uh, I mean, it, it has been, but it dropped down to, I think, in the high 70s. So it was X now Malcolm wants to know, what kind of yard work? Pull some weeds, plant some flowers? What'd you do? Uh, well, when I bought the house, there's these beds that have um, lava rocks in it. Hmm. And they're supposed to stop the weeds from and grass from getting in there. Not bloody likely. And they do not work. Yeah, so I am I removing know. them all. I know. <laughs> I bought my I house and I had the same shit. The lady was like, and there's, I, it wasn't, it was some other rock, but it was rock. And it's like, and there's rocks in there and there'll be no weeds. And I'm like, oh, that's great. And it's like cut to two weeks later where I'm like, motherfucker. Tons of weeds <laughs> in this bitch. Yeah. So I'm, and it's, those things are really hard to rake up too mm-hmm. <laughs> to to get them out of there so yeah it's a pain in the ass it's probably gonna take me several weeks of just fucking around with that mm, and then obsessed. i will put mulch in there and you're gonna put mulch in yeah yeah and i'll edge it you know put a decent edge in there yeah uh my mom's got a guy that gives her free mulch there's she has a guy that works in her yard like once every whatever two or three weeks, and then he's got a line on free mulch because I don't know he's trying to hide the soil from his grow. <laughs> I don't know, but uh, we had a rental. It was we had a rental car all the way back. We flew up and then had a rental car back because because you can't find flights from these little towns. You know, you end up having to drive to like two hours away from where you're flying to get out anyway. But um. Point being, when um, we left from her house, she had a giant pile of mulch in the front, like, yard, kind of. And it's like, oh, yeah, the guy's going to come and do that after we get back. Apparently, that motherfucker decided that that was the place where he's going to dump mulch for the whole time we're gone. Because now, there's, like, a dump truck in front of her house worth of mulch. And I came back because we had to shuffle cars to get the rental car back. And... I drive the rental car up to where her yard is, where my car is parked in her driveway. And I was like, what the fuck is that? And it looked like just a mountain of mulch. And she's like, oh, dear. Uh-oh. That's a lot. Is he going to rototill it? I don't know what he's going to do. I don't know. Oh, that was the other funny thing I forgot to tell you. Uh, so I'm there with my mom and a couple of cousins at this um at this Willie Nelson concert. And the reason we did it also was because it was the one concert we could probably all agree on going to. And I was just going to take like a little vacation before he found out about the funeral. But, um, he's talking about weed. I don't think I, did I say this? And, and he's like 85. And at one point my mom looks over to me and she's you know, she just says pass on grass, you know, never, whatever. And she looks over to me and she just says, maybe it works, you know? Because he's 85. And I'm like, yeah, get on board with that train. So that was the closest I've ever heard my mom say, like, weed is good. Anyway, she's getting hip. Uh, I don't know. I doubt it, but we'll see. Breaking her hip. Be closer to that. Uh, So, Esta, we checked in with you. Bright or no? Let me see. No one cares. No, I'm just. No kidding. one cares. <laughs> no, have you Listen done anything to my podcast? Fun if you want to know, I, yeah. This this week's been this week's been pretty uh, 
bland, but go listen to Back to the Warp. Back to the Warp. That's that's the most exciting stuff. And this week wasn't wasn't very exciting, I would have to say. What number are you on now? Um five? Hmm. Five that's been released. Some that were not released. Yeah. No, that's 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 Patreon goals. Gotcha. You get to hear the <laughs> the early the early stuff. Um I've got a couple things here. This was pretty this was just just happened, but and there's a lot of nobody cares, but Patrick Stewart's gonna come back as Jean Luc Picard. Uh and everyone's really excited about it that likes Star Trek, or most people are. I'm sort of excited about it, but here's the rub. He's coming back on that fucking uh CBS uh pay service thing. Uh. Where CBS charges I think it's five ninety nine a month and then you have quote unquote limited commercials or ten dollars a month for no commercials, and that's what he's coming back on. That's where his series is gonna be, okay? And that's fucked because no one even knows where to find that most you know, most of the time. Well, I'll put it this way. It doesn't have any content. It's a regular network TV show saying like, hey, if you want to watch old Big Bang episodes, you can pay us six bucks a month. And uh, Magnum P.I. and other shit that is all on free TV or has been on free TV forever, forever, you know. And so the only thing they had was that last Star Trek new show. And if anybody wanted that, they're probably younger and they're going to torrent it. They're not going to pay six bucks a month to go watch that. Uh, and I don't understand it because either you're going to be. Go ahead, Brighter. Sorry. Is he coming? On, is he going on that show? I don't know. I don't. A new show. I think they're I making think a, a new show. Yeah. A new show in his universe where he's still Jean-Luc Picard and whatever. But I, I might. Yeah, I might actually search to 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 download that one. Well, that's what I'm saying, okay? You're either young enough where you're going to download it, and I'm not, you know, for the record, I'm not telling you to go pirate shit. Or you're too old to know where it is anyway. Like, if you're older, you barely know where Netflix is. You don't know where CBS All Access is. How the fuck do you get that? (laughs) You know? Yeah. So I don't know where their market is exactly for this for this bullshit fake Netflix, everyone wants to do like a Netflix, you know. Uh, they're not even close free to Hulu. You sign in with your cable password or no. anything like that. No, you got to pay. Okay. Like yeah, they want ridiculous. you to pay they're, in addition. They're trying. Everybody's trying, dude. They're I don't just get it. too late to the market. Well, okay. Zia says maybe their market is Roku's and smart TVs. I get that, but it's like by the time you start. Digging in for Netflix, fucking Hulu, you know, you're already paying a cable bill, basically. Like, it's right, that right. they're trying to get you one way or the other. But Netflix and that's one is one station that doesn't have a, a lot of content. It's, it's a fucking network station. They don't have like HBO series or movies or whatever the fuck. Okay. They oh. have, they have, uh, you know, reruns of, of shit that's on regular TV. I torrented like the first four seasons of game of thrones but ever since i've had that app it's always been worth it game of thrones is like even if you're just going to watch game of thrones it's worth paying to 
to get that. And then while you're getting that, you can watch all the other shit too. CBS yeah. just doesn't have any content that anybody wants. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, and so that's why I feel like, well, see, at first I read this and I'm like, this is good because Patrick Stewart has said he hung it up playing Jean-Luc Picard. Okay. And by the way, uh, Professor X from the X-Men, he was like, nah, I'm, I'm done. And he came back for that Logan movie or whatever, but he's at the point in his career where he's got a shitload of cash and just does stuff he wants to do. So when I saw he was coming back to this, I'm like, well, they didn't, you know, unless they gave him like a billion dollars that he's not going to say yes for the amount that they probably would pay him, but he probably read what they have, like the material they have. And he's like, ah, this is good. I'm going to actually enjoy doing this and I want to do it. So that got me excited. And then when I heard it's on CBS all access bullshit, I was like, ah, come on. So I don't know. <laughs> BGO says big brother live feeds. That's what CBS has got. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, they got the Brady bunch reruns. Okay. Are you looking at a list? You want? Oh yeah, my I, God. Um, cheers. Family ties. I mean, cheers. That's, that's a good show. Cheers was NBC. Cheers is on Netflix too. Maybe everybody loves Chris. Everybody. <laughs> Wait a minute. Those are CBS. Maybe it's CBS produced them and they were aired on other networks because some of yeah, those were. Is, I mean, this is the list of shows still, that you could get access to with the app. But still, nobody. Come on. Both Six, Hawaii Five O's. Oh God, help me! And by the way, five ninety nine. They still have commercials. <laughs> Ten bucks a month to not have commercials. They have the old Star Treks. They have all the old Star Treks. So, so does Netflix. So does Netflix. Yeah. yeah. Netflix has all of the Star Treks. Like, all of them. I don't know. Young but whatever. Shell. Oh, don't. Don't. I'll throw up. <laughs> I really will. Just, every, dude, I, I watched. Go ahead, Essa. They put that fu- fucking kid on Jeopardy all the yes, time. Yes! That's what I was going to say. I was like, every time I watch Jeopardy, and then a thing comes up, he's like, hi, I'm so-and-so. I'm young Sheldon. I'm like, <laughs> like I just throw up my dinner. My Fucking location. Shitty little, yeah, fuck you. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so I don't get it with, you know, they're really digging deep here and, and, uh, you know, they got a lot of money, but now Les Moonves is going, going to go, it sounds like he's going to go down. He's like the big CBS executive, I believe. So we'll see how long all this shit lasts. Speaking of which, I was having, again, I'm going to mention, I mentioned the pre-show, I was having a really good time listening to Cinema Chat talk about MoviePass this week and how that's starting to like, it's such, it's so clearly a company that can't sustain itself, but it's trying to yeah. convince everyone that it's still okay. <laughs> <laughs> like they, I, I can't remember exactly, you have to listen to their show for it, but like, or even I think Exxon Malcolm might have tweeted it, like, I think essentially they had to like borrow money to stay afloat. And people made a comment about it, and then MoviePass is like, we're fine, everything's fine. Like, kind of <laughs> like, you know, when everyone in the world knows that that's just an unsustainable model, like, unlimited. Because it started off with unlimited movies per month. And then they're like, now not 3D movies. You can just see regular movies unlimited. And then it was like, how about you can only see the same movie once now? You can't see the movie the same movie and again and again. And it's like, it's getting like more and more, you know, locked down the further along it goes. It's just crazy. <clears throat> but, uh, they have a good breakdown on that. So I don't want to 
busting on their stuff, but they had a great breakdown also on hating Tom Cruise and not hating Tom Cruise because X Time Malcolm is like with me, not hate, but just I like movies in spite of him. And uh, Hadonis is like he's a national treasure. So there's a pretty good discussion about that on there this week. Uh, let's see. Let me give you this before I talk about. We have some Austin the Sauce news. Uh, how <laughs> everyone's kind of got a story like the turd hat, and we maybe we've talked about before the turd hat story where he had to go uh deuce while he was in the line for donuts at fucking Krispy Kreme. Mm. Like, has there? What's your line been? Where you know this is bad, and can I make it? And and you're driving in the car or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Mm. How close has it been? Because for me, I haven't had to jump out, but it's been close. Like, I've gotten stuck in traffic, can't get off the exit, and you have an emergency. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Brighter? Nothing? So this this one time I was driving kind of like to the <laughs> outskirts of town this, to I visit a friend of mine. The story that starts with so this one time is always going to be good. Yeah. And... uh <laughs> I'm driving down this road that I know is a fucking speed trap. I'm almost at his house where I'm going to drop a giant deuce the moment I fucking get there. I just, it, it was, it, it hurt. I was holding it in. Mm. Um, but an officer pulls out and, you know, I'm next thing you know, I'm side of the road. Hold on. I'm explaining. They're telling me you got a robot voice. So I'm going to just. Okay, now restart, I guess, if they didn't catch it. Okay, okay. So, I got it. Damn it. I'm stoned. You can't can't make me think in the middle of stories again? Okay, so <laughs> I was driving down... To the edge of town. I was driving down a... It was the edge of town. It was a dark road. There's, there's two lanes either way, a big medium in the middle. There's watch for animal signs. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just had to take a big shit. And... <laughs> I pulled past a cop and he pulled me over. Then um, I had to go through two field sobriety tests. Oh no! There was there was a total of, of three cars and four or five officers there. Oh my god! I had my card and I had weed on me. Uh-huh. Um, but there was nothing they could do. They made me do the tests, and of course I I passed them because. I live with weed in me. It's what it is. Right. <laughs> you brighter is um, made up of 70% weed at this point. So, so, yes. Yes. <laughs> I don't. Most people's bodies are 90% water. Mine is bong water. That's right. <laughs> His brain is flowing with resin. But yeah, I passed. I passed. Uh, and so two different field sobriety tests like like. But but I had to shit the whole time, so that was that was just the worst part about it. But see, and when I got when I got to, it, I was just hurting. Real quick, sometimes though, a thing like that can actually fix it a little bit, because part of it's in your mind where you're just like, I gotta poo and I'm gonna whatever, and then if there's like suddenly a flight or fight situation, all of a sudden you're like, I don't have to poo anymore because I'm terrified. <laughs> you know? <laughs> no, it's 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 like. So do I just shit my pants or is that going to like make this whole thing turn into something else? <laughs> so just, just hold on tight. That's, but that's, yeah, I, 
I got a speeding ticket. Speeding and, ticket. Uh, <laughs> that was it. <laughs> Any skid marks <laughs> when you peeled out? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it sucked. It sucked. And then, like, I'm taking the shit. I've got to call Mel and explain that I just got I a just ticket. I just got a ticket, and I'm now, you know, I had to shit my pants. <laughs> yeah seven deuce just says you just say if i stay any longer officer i'm gonna shit my pants and then you shit your pants and he says power move that's a power move or do you get thrown in the back of the car i you know what they probably don't want to clean out that car that's, that's true so that's there's true. some of that at least uh there's a there's a reason i asked this i'll get to it in a second but it just reminded me i had a friend <laughs> I've probably told the story, and I might even again change a couple of the minor details to protect the innocent. But <laughs> it's Deluxa. No, no, it wasn't this time. <laughs> it was somebody else. And uh, I had a friend who like had a twenty-first birthday sort of party, and got super hammered. And we were not really. And at the one point, he comes back in. He leaves the bar, but I didn't see him leave. And he comes back in. And he's got, oh no, yeah, he's got clothes with him. And then he goes to the bathroom and suddenly he's walking back out to his car and he's got all different clothes on, which were kind of like basketball shorts and a t-shirt or before he was wearing like jeans and a, you know, like a whatever shirt. Clearly he put on different clothes and he's lugging what all of us presumed and turned out to be right. His soiled (laughs) clothes back to his car. He had went, he had gotten too drunk and went and fell asleep in his car, sort of like intending, you know, this day is going to be over and I'm going to pass out in here or whatever. And yet he pooped himself in his sleep and had to make a shame trek into the same bar to go clean himself and put on new clothes. Now, the, uh, whatever you want to call epilogue on the end of this story is that motherfucker cleaned his truck. It was a truck. And it was in the driver's seat where this happened. But for the rest of college, he had the same truck and there was always a residual stain on his seat where he, where it was, where he shat upon it. <laughs> and any, any time he was driving somewhere or whatever and you, you went to go back into his, you know, like, Hey, give me a ride or whatever. You would notice before he got in like this faded stain on his seat and you're just like oh man like throw a seat cover on this thing or something like i can see where you shat when you're 21 you know i'm i'm good for that like twice a year (laughs) true story (laughs) uh let me see this is why i brought it up this has happened this week in uh yakima washington which i don't remember how i was in washington but i don't remember how close i was Let's see. This will play for me. According to reports, a man who led police on a high-speed chase and crashed into a house told them it was because he had to poop. Yakima police say they first spotted 32-year-old Marlo Olney near 4th and D Street when he sped through a stop sign. When they tried to pull him over, they say the car continued speeding down D Street. Reports say the car eventually crashed through a fence on North 9th Street, then into an abandoned house. Police arrested only on 10th Street as he tried to run away. Apparently, police say he told them he had to poop, and aside from that, that his car didn't have any brakes, so he couldn't pull over. The worst part about that whole story 
is that they say his full name and Yakima, Washington can't be a very big city. I can't remember even what name they said now, but like Mark Johnson of Yakima City pooped his pants in his car. <laughs> that's a, that's got to be embarrassing. Like everyone that knows him now knows that he pooped his pants. If that was even true, but and my brakes don't work. <laughs> Can you imagine if that's all true? Like the double, you know? Oh my god, I gotta take a crap. My brakes. So did the brakes work before he had to take a shit? I don't know, but or just you know, he was racing, racing to get home. <laughs> Meech says, "I'm gonna yak in my trash can because the story is so gross." Thank you. <laughs> That's pretty good. It's pretty good. I'll give you a rib shot. Um, let's see. So I do have some um, awesome sauce news. Okay. And I know if you're not going, then you're not going. But I gotta, I want to blast through it because we we need we're we're getting close. And this is Aubrey T. But uh, and he said, well, it's not gonna, it's it's something for me to read. Hey everybody, Aubrey T here. We're about sixty days away from Austin. Not a ton of information to dump, but I will share what I've got. First, the Catalina Wine Mixer. A brief poll on Twitter decided the Blind Pig to be the venue of choice. Uh, this was only a 20 hour, 24 hour poll, so I understand many of you may not have seen it. I personally think it's a suitable choice based on how much fun we had at the Cincinnati location last year. And if you're in Cincinnati, you were, if you remember the blind pig, uh, wasn't that the one that had the, um, you could put shit on their screen from Twitter? Uh-huh. You remember? Yeah, that place is pretty good. So I agree. Like we, we put some pretty crazy shit up there. Yeah, that place is fun. But he it's, says, it's- uh, go ahead. Got some shitty Yelp reviews. Oh, but come on. What's the but, one? That's, I'm sure the one in Cincinnati. As, as long as it's downtown, Austin will be fine. Yeah. I mean, because there's so much fucking shit right there. If we decide, we could bounce in a moment's notice. Right. Right. So. We could find any, any, another place easy. But we'll start there. Uh, he says, if you agree, you can yell at, at Austin the sauce. So it's, it's at on Twitter, A U S T I N. T-H-E-S-A-U-C-E underscore. Because, believe it or not, Austin the Sauce was taken. So he had to do Austin the Sauce underscore. But he says, uh, you can you can yell at that on Twitter and tell me why I'm wrong. Uh, he says, I can get another poll rolling. That's no problem. Second is the swag potential. This is Now this is kind of cool. He says, I know this is a little past last minute. All this snuck up on me pretty quick. Life gets busy, etc. Anyway, there's going to be shirts. There's going to be sauce. What I need is a headcount of who wants a shirt and sauce. Whatever that means. Shirt and a sauce. Send a DM to at Austin the sauce underscore. Same thing. With a shirt size. The swag bag will be no more than 20 bucks. Uh, the pricing will vary, but I know I will cap it on $20 based on the estimates I have now. So it's not going to be over 20 bucks. Uh, and you'll get a shirt and probably some other shit. He says, third, go buy your fucking Texas Craft Brewers Festival tickets. That's the event this is all based around after all. You could go have a dandy time somewhere else if you like, but this is the real deal. Just search up Austin Craft Brewers Festival on Google and go to the Eventbrite page to get yourself a ticket. I believe there are still tickets available. Um, the regular tickets, the VIPs are sold out. So if you don't have one, you can still go get one. He says, uh, last, you better all go give Susan Sprinkle and everyone else who has organized the meetup a bunch of love because this is harder than you think. Susan did an incredible job last year and continues to offer support as I give this my best effort. Deep in the heart of Texas, Aubrey T. So there you go. 
<laughs> um, so that's cool. There will be bags if you want a bag. 20 bucks tops and uh, DM at Austin the Sauce underscore. I can, I can also bag. bring bags for 20 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> I might be in on one of those bags. Are you driving? <laughs> How are you getting there? I'm flying. Oh, okay. They're looking for bombs. They ain't looking for weed. I guess that's true. I almost had a little poop in my pants at the Oakland airport. <laughs> that seriously scared the shit out of me because I was there with like my mom. Like if I'm getting busted, I'm by myself. Okay, that sucks. But throw your throw your mom under the bus. <laughs> that's her weed. Be hers. That's yeah. hers. Why are you trying to fuck up my trip, old lady? <laughs> They're not going to attack an old lady for having. She's got glaucoma. <laughs> it was funny one time, like I had to fly with her for like another thing, like a funeral or something. And they, this was back when they seemed to be a little more strict and they yanked her out of line for like the, the double down check, you know? And, and she was like one of the older people, even in the fucking line. And, uh, they're like, I'm need you to come with me. And like, they gave her the whole once over and I was just laughing my head off. Like, yeah, that's the terrorist. Fucking old white lady. Mm. But, um, so swag bag, I'm in. We have a, a joint we're going to go to. And if you don't like that, you can message him about that as well. That can always change if you wanted to, but we've got it dialed in. Now uh, that place worked before. And maybe this one also has a tweeting television. <laughs> Well, oh, uh, I was going to say, yeah, so he put up a lock list. There was 20 people, and I know um, there's at least four more going. So I know at least there's 24 right now. I'm going to venture there'll be maybe 30-something, which is where we usually end up. And uh, we could pretty much roll anywhere and have a good time. I mean, we're going to own any place we're going into as a group, you know? So I'm not too concerned about that. Though, I mean... The Blind Pig, the one we went to, was pretty cool. They had a lot of, like, you know, group drink things where one person could buy, like, the whole group a drink, and they gave us a break on it. Uh, kind of stuff like that, which was pretty fun. So. What's the, what's the, what's the number, the head count? Right now? It's not, not very high right now, right? I know it's at least, I know it's at least it's 20, 24. 20 on his list, but. Okay. 20 on his list. It's not including Meech and his wife, and uh, spoiler alert, because I'm going to mention it later, but um, El Chorazon is coming, and I'm sure he's not coming by himself. <laughs> because he's maybe, blind. Maybe he got him a, maybe he got him a dog. Uh, man, that's a hell of a dog if that thing can fucking take him from Chicago to Austin by himself. I don't put it <laughs> past him. It's all possible, but I'm sure he's bringing... Uh, somebody at least maybe maybe giggles and who knows? Who yeah, knows? yeah, definitely. That's cool. So That's really I know cool. we're at least at twenty four, and I don't know who else was left out of that list. So, like I said, I would probably venture that there's going to be thirty something, somewhere in that number. Um, so whatever. Let's see, which is about what we have usually. Um. I got one more thing. This is, sorry, I know it's sort of a duty story, but it's not duty, but it is farts. It's farts, okay? <laughs> this was just a, a funny clip to me. 
and the accent is part of it and you can kind of you know if you can kind of almost not understand him it's so thick but you can understand him the to set the scene there's a guy driving and they're at a gas station and his buddy gets out of the car to go buy some snacks or treats or use the restroom or whatever so while his buddy's gone this guy lights up that car with like terrible gas and his buddy comes back to the car opens the door and is this is what you know <laughs> this is what you hear here you go gotta take it to the west coast hello son hello bud you better fuck up you stink you dirty bastard you've seen them <laughs> you have haven't you you big smelly fucking dirty stinking ginger headed bastard <laughs> that's sick that andrew i'm not getting in there now on that door that's all right. No, Andrew, please, open the door. Oh, man. No, I'm a fuck. No, I'm not getting in there, you big, dirty cunt. Yeah, it's gone now. <laughs> has it fucked gone? It has gone. It hasn't. Oh, man. No. Oh, open that door, then. <laughs> you dirty bastard. That's fucking rotten, that. Show that cunt. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> That's it. There you go. Isn't that wretching? <laughs> I want to hear it again because you, you have to. <laughs> it really is that good to me. Uh, you don't catch it in the audio very closely, but like a quarter of the way through, he's asking the driver to open the driver's side door. He's got his door open and he's like, open the door. And he's like, no, it's not that bad. He's like, it's that bad. Open the door, you know? And then uh, he does, like, sort of walk away from the car and begin to retch. And he, the way he calls him, like, you fucking ginger-headed, something-something, dirty bastard. Like, it's just great. Here we go. One more, one more time. To the West Coast. Hello, son. Hello, bud. You better fuck up. You stink, you dirty bastard. <laughs> You've shit, haven't you? You shit, you haven't you? You big, smelly, fucking dirty, stinking, ginger-headed bastard. <laughs> That's sick, that Andrew. I'm not getting in there now. Open that door. That's all right. No, Andrew, please open the door. Oh, man. No, I'm a fuck. No, I'm not getting in there, you big dirty cunt. Yeah, it's gone now. It's gone now. Has it fucked gone? It has gone. It hasn't. Oh, man. No. Oh, Open that door then. Bastard. <laughs> That's fucking rotten, that. You can chill that cunt. Oh, man. That's pretty good. The first thing he does, and you can barely catch it, the first thing he does when he comes in, he's like, you shit your pants. You shit your pants. Shit mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. You shit, haven't you? Like, no, no. That's rotten. Oh, my glasses are all foggy. I can't see. Yeah, I was saving that one because I wanted to. It's pretty good. I love he comes in, he's like, take it to the way. Hello, son. Hello, Butch. Shit yourself, haven't you? You shit, haven't you? No, no. (laughs) Next time Malcolm says, where is this Ireland? I'm assuming, yeah. Oh, there's El Chorazon. He says, I'm bringing, he says, he's bringing his sister and her husband. Hi, buddy. Oh. Sorry, I was, I was looking elsewhere but yeah be good to meet him so there you go it it's 25 standing right now 
all new peoples. A lot of new people. Uh, a lot of old people. Hadonis and his brother are coming. You're coming. Uh, I don't know. I don't have the lock list in front of me. But there's a good Sauce, Is Sauce locked yet? I yes. honestly... Is he? Okay. He's on, he's is on his list. old lady locked? Or is that... No. I don't think so. I don't have the list in front of me. But anyway. Good things, good things. Uh, that's about all I have for this week. We have, we do have some, um, phone calls and emails to get to. You guys want to take a quick break? Are you okay? Or, oh, and I forgot, I don't have an outro song and I can't remember from two weeks ago if somebody sent me an extra one that I can use or if somebody wants to send me one, but I don't have that. So if you guys want to, a BGO and actually somebody. Wait, let's see. Oh, Sauce is having yeah, some issues? Is, yeah, okay. Maybe not a lock. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Might be I thought he had stuff. already got like his Airbnb and stuff. So. Well, yeah, it sounds like he might have some family, like children's type yeah. stuff coming on. So if he's on a lock, it makes sense. Um, But anyway, you want a quick break or are you guys okay? Uh, yeah, let me take a quick Okay. Quick break, and then we'll do phone calls and emails. He retweeted the lock list. Who did? Sauce? Sauce. Hmm. I don't think he's on it. Is he not on the list? No, I don't think so. Okay. Well, we'll see. I mean, there's still time. Kid stuff takes priority for sure. Yeah. Um... Let's see. What can we find from Brider's greatest hits? Although it's all did... bad. <laughs> Let's see. Hmm. I don't. Some of these. See, the problem is some of them are really long, and I don't know if I want to play those. Well, that's the giant hairy balls. Let's. No, I'm not going to get through all this. I'll play a little of this. I don't even know what it is. What that do you mean? <laughs> we yeah, consider doing philosophy that. Philosophy with Turd Hat. We consider doing that as a show, yeah. Uh, this is brighter on Turd Hat Philosophy, where I think you that's call out. Forest, Turd Hat. too. Yeah, and Forest. Hold on. I don't I'd know. Blow, how I'd that... blow him up. <laughs> it's not a competition, it, it's just the thing. I know, but every every fucking piece, hat every Google. piece of of turd hat philosophy is fucking completely, completely like circular, bad reasoning. <laughs> Let me put a marker in there. He never, he never <laughs> thinks, he never thinks shit through, and then he never answers me when I ask him questions about why he thinks that way. Hmm. Interesting. Maybe, I, like I, that, mean, I like that you're angry that he's ignoring you. Oh, I, that that's, pissed that's me off milk. more than anything. <laughs> Maybe I'll like save. That. I might save this for the show tomorrow because I like it, that. this might make some interesting conversation. Because uh, like if you want to make if you want to make some statement and it's just got no logic behind it, no. Uh, I mean, and if if it's if it's a self defeating argument, and I point it out to you and you don't say anything to me. Like, 
you're, you're I, I'm Hold pissed. on. Will you? Listen, yeah, I was about to say. You, can I get a specific example of this? Hold on. Before you say that, will you not admit that you are fucking troll bait when you throw those things back? Like you're at, you want to start an argument when you respond back to something Turdat says. You're hoping that Turdat will jump in and be try and defend his original tweet. Are you not? Now, now I'm not. I'm not trolling. I never said I am, that word. I, am, I, I, I am, hate that word. I never said I am, that I am, word. Okay, I, I am. I am trying to. I am trying it. to start start a conversation. That's all I wanted to know. I did say that word. Now that I listened to it, <laughs> that was from show ninety three, I believe. Was that 2011? So, but we were recording that on a Friday night. Apparently so. We were having a little bit of uh, so it must have been like post slash two after show party slash two. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. That's all I can think. Yeah, and then I heard using like turd hat is full of shit, and I'm like, I better put a marker in here. I'm recording this. (laughs) Why I was recording, I don't know. There's some good stuff. There's some good stuff. Some deep stuff that, that I don't think you even have on. Uh, yeah, like, there's some really old you know, stuff. You haven't released have. the old stuff on Patreon, right? No, no. I don't. I would yeah. never do that because because that at the time I and I would never do that because that at the time uh, I would nobody, say like nobody I'm not signed off on, on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So it would be, and but, there's no chance I'm going to listen to that fucking thousand <laughs> hours of material, which most of it is bad. Not bad in like. Um, bad in quality, meaning like might be just like me and one other person or me and two other people and like huge swaths of silence and shit. So I wouldn't right. want to even bother with that. Um, but just really dumb, melty jokes. Right. Well, it could be a lot of things. What is this? We had a whole section with you on one time. Uh, with questions, ans- questions and answers of brighter. Apparently, you remember this? No. Like, uh, <laughs> are you... <laughs> I'm going to play just a couple of these. I have something here called intro statement, so I'll see what this is first. Uh, so we're going to ask Brighter Side your co-host questions, and we're going to see how much you know about him, but probably nothing because you're so fucking self-centered and insecure cocksucker. Jay and Mike. So I guess it maybe was for Jay and Mike when we had them on. It must have been. That's got to be what it is. Okay, so I'll I'll give you a couple of of potential questions if you want to. <laughs> so uh, are you? And don't answer me because I have the answers. Uh, I think one of them is: Are you circumcised or not? Your middle name. How many women apparently you slept with? How old were you when you lost your virginity? Did you go to college? Have you paid for release? Did you shower today? Uh, what kind of music, I guess, do you like? Do you play an instrument? Your last ejaculation? Do you stick stuff in your butt? Do people think you're stupid? Have you ever been arrested? How many inches is your penis? I mean, it goes on and on. <laughs> all those questions? All We have the, all of those questions. <laughs> I want to know. Let's see. Let's try this one. Uh, I think this is how this works. Let's try this one. How many inches is your penis? Now, I don't know. I have an answer, but I don't know who's answering. So you I don't know need... the answer. Do you... <laughs> <laughs> Show title. I know the answer, please. 
<laughs> I apparently have I have the answer, but I don't know the answer. Let's six play. Let's <laughs> see if you're right. Um, six I- and a half. How the fuck do you know this? <laughs> oh, oh dear. So it's not nothing special. It's not very girthy. It's just a little above average length, and it's worked for for making two kids. So I guess I've gotten gotten my use out of it. That's all the recorded answer right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> just the fact that Esther As to, do you know the answers to all of these or just the wiener ones? <laughs> um, some of them. How about I, I can't uh, say all of them. How about his brighter ever seen his mom's bush? <laughs> oh boy. I don't know the answer to this right. one. Let's see. Here's the question. Brian aside, can you recall seeing your mom's bush? Now here's the answer. I'm gonna say yes, because I think everyone most people have at some point in their life. <laughs> now we're back um, on track. I think uh I'm pretty sure that I have. I don't I don't have a picture of it in my head though. Yeah. So no. Not that I can yeah, not that I can really vividly remember. Bullshit. Uh how about you, Mike? <laughs> you better not have seen my mom's bush. <laughs> uh let's see. Chat room, is there anything else? I'm trying to see if there's anything they want to hear. Oh, thank you, BGO. BGO sent me a thing. Let me pick out one more. Well, I am curious, whatever this was, if you had showered that day. I could just play the answers. Did you shower today? And the answer is No. <laughs> of course not, you filthy <laughs> bastard. <laughs> Got your ass. I got your ass. (laughs) (laughs) Probably most of yesterday, too. Um, Gotcha! Yesterday. Yeah, you did, but it was earlier. It was... What time was it? It was... It was early, yeah. Regular people think a day and a half. Oh, day and a half. But two days, oh, you're crazy. I'm in the fucking house, so I I don't care. My kids don't care if I smell. You're not smelling. You probably smell. But like no, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not stinky. I'm not doing sound uh-huh. effects, or there'd be some fucking. That's a lie going off. <laughs> that's a lie. All right, let's see. One more. Um, have you ever been arrested, Esther? Do you think? I think. Mm-hmm. I, oh well. He almost was arrested for just shitting his pants. With weed on it. <laughs> Almost. I'm, I'm going to say, say yeah. I'm going to say yes, too. Let's get the answer. Never. I'm oh, always shit. been pretty smart. Oh, um, come on. One time, I was put handcuffed and put in the back of a car, but was let go. They suspected me for um, driving while impaired, but I wasn't. And I almost shit my pants. Yep, then that happened, too. But there was no handcuffs there. Yeah, that was a different story, I suppose. <laughs> I'm well, I'm I'm a white male. I have privilege. Nobody's no, looking know. for me. It's true. It's true. I've never been uh, arrested either. I've gotten a minor. In, I had a minor in possession when I was like a month away from 21. I couldn't believe I couldn't talk away talk away out of that one. I was like, come for, on, for weed or for beer? No, for beer. For beer. I was and I was yeah. camp and I was camping. It wasn't like. 
you know, I'm at a party and I'm going to hop in my car. You know, we were staying there for like three days or something. And I'm like 20 point, you know, 20.95 years old or whatever the fuck, you know, like, right. right like something magical is going to happen in a <laughs> right there, you know? And I even was telling yeah. the officer, I'm like, look, I'm going to try and fight it because before I even go to court, I'm going to be 21, you know? And I got nothing to do. It was the summertime, you know? And I was, I, you know, I had no school. I was in college. Like, oh, I'm going to go, you know, I, I'm going to make you show up. So let's just fucking call it a day. And he's like, nope. And I remember I was drinking <laughs> Bergy, which I don't even know if they make anymore. Bergy? <clears throat> Bergy? I never even heard of that. Yeah. I mean, I, it was like the super cheap, whatever was on sale that week beer. Cause I was broke as a joke, college student. And I remember it was like on the ticket, it was like Bergy, three quarters of a can, cold to the touch. Like he had everything written down. I'm like, you fucking cocksucker. <laughs> and I did get a drop down to <clears throat> disturbing the peace, which is way more badass sounding on the record, you know? I'm like, whoa. Dis- that was disturbing. Disturbing the peace. <laughs> and I could have yeah, that shit. Come up with a better story. It. Yeah, exactly. Like, he was a, um, you know, a state park ranger guy. So oh, he was, he was trying to swing his little micro penis around and, yeah. and write some tickets. And it was fucked are- because I had people, we were in like a circle, campfire circle, you know, and there's maybe like six of us. And the people he walked up on where he could see them were me and this other chick that I was there kind of with. And he nailed both of us for, for the thing. And the people that had their backs to him, you know, on the other side of the campfire, like dropped their beers and didn't get a ticket. And I'm like, oh, come on. You know, like I get it. And then these guys don't get it. So me and her had to go fight it. Like we had to go down there and f- try and fight it two or three times. The court they, was like, the cops away. knew what everybody else knows. And that's the Snickle Fritz's mean trouble. That's right. <laughs> that's right. That was fucking, that was fucking weird. Like, you know, I don't have a lot of like deep criminals in my family, like none. And then there's this guy and it's like, you know, all of a sudden it's like brick killed a guy. And I'm like, what, what the fuck? (laughs) And then the whole thing with him, like clearly murdering this man, pleading not guilty and claiming suicide. I was like, I'm embarrassed to even be related to you because of that. Like at least take your fucking punishment. You know, (laughs) It's like three in the morning and the cops show up and there's a guy that's like five, dead ten times over and the, he's like, he committed suicide. Come on, bro. I couldn't, I couldn't stop him as he repeatedly shot He tried. He tried. Yeah. He kept doing it and I, I don't know. It's just fucked. All ten ways to Sunday. Anyway, phone calls emails. Time for email. Why did you say that? And some phone calls. But you don't say that. They had sandwiches, they had soda. Time for email and some phone calls. Here on the bed chat show. These nuts. Time for email and some phone calls. I hope that they don't suck. See what happens. Time for email and some 
trying to sneak in everyone can smell the marijuana on your breath and on your clothes <laughs> like could you go to the airport just reeking of weed and they're not gonna even try and do anything brighter damn it i just sat down i had to pee real quick oh that's okay did you <laughs> like could you roll into the airport just reeking of weed and they're not gonna even flinch i mean i always smell like i'm <laughs> And I, I, <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, always smell like I'm made of marijuana. I've I got in trouble that one time the cops made me do fucking dances for them and shit like that. But <laughs> That's exactly what it was too. They're just like dance, dance I'm, for I'm me. I'm not, I'm not the demographic that the cops are looking for. I know, it's just but what it is. it's it's like sort of the airport. It feels oh. like the old school uh, don't ask, don't tell army. Like, hey, if you want to bring some weed, don't fucking, you know, just be discreet about it. Like, don't yeah. keep it. Keep it under an ounce. And don't uh, smell wrap like it, a wrap it like you know. like two or three times in, in baggies. That's or what I if did. You have one of those vacuum sealers. Do that and then <laughs> stick it with your toothpaste and your toothbrush. They don't want to go through that shit. All they're gonna see is a vacuum bag of something, sailor. and yeah, they vacuum don't, nobody, Nobody's looking for it. It's true. No, I'm just saying, like, if you flaunted it, would at your airport, you think that not flaunting, but you know what I mean. Like, you've seen those guys. When I, and this is the other thing that fascinates me about my mom. I don't know if she really even understands what weed smells like compared to like cigarette smoke or whatever, because that place smelled like the you know a dispensary like the inside of a dispensary when i was at the willie nelson concert just the yeah. line just the line like to get in once you were in it was like you know i don't think anyone got a contact high because i think that shit's kind of ridiculous in a big place like this this is a closed theater but still but there was there wasn't a soul in there besides my mom that probably didn't understand it was People were cranking weed. They had, they even had a smoking area you could go to during intermissions to go out and just bang weed down, you know? Like, they didn't want you to do any, doing it in the theater, but they probably also knew people would. But they also provided an area. Like, you can go here. Uh, but she was yeah. just completely oblivious. Indoor concerts are hard. That's, that's the, uh, that's the worst place to have to try to smoke a joint. Well, I think it was mostly um, vape pens and shit, like what I had. Right. I didn't see right. a lot of, I, you know, open joint passing, but I did see a lot I of rec- that. I recommend that for a concert, definitely. It's, dude, you know what? For me, it's the wave of the future. Like, I don't really smoke that much, but uh, when I do, what's that guy that says, I don't, da, 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 but when I do, <clears> Dos- <throat> is that the Dos Equis guy? I just yeah. remember, I just remember your silly face. With two of those in your mouth. On the RV? 
suck it, sucking them down until the the battery turned it off. <laughs> I remember your silly face on the RV with like ten of those in your mouth, trying to like, <laughs> like, dear God, this is almost all we've got left. Like, please give me a little something, just a taste. <laughs> Because I remember it was like, we're not going to make... Like, you you had a giant pile of weed in front of you <laughs> on the table. And you just remember you looking for, forlorn at the pile. Like, I'm like, that's a shitload of weed. And you're like, it's not going to be enough. We're not going to make it. And I'm like, are you crazy? And you're like, nope, I know. It's not going to be enough. And sure enough, it was like, you know, can I get some resin out of something? Or like, what can I... There's got to be something left in these little weed pens. You know, just tugging on them. Kelly and then, God damn it, who who was the other couple? Uh, Silver. Oh, I can't remember. They hooked us up, but it still it still wasn't enough to make oh, the oh, trip. Oh. No, I would have need I would have needed another half ounce for that trip to be <laughs> all right. <laughs> We remember we had That's a my, fucking helicopter. We had a helicopter flying over us when we were doing laundry or something. And we're like, oh my God, this is it. It's over. <clears throat> Human sloth says no one's ever seen a gorilla penis. I'm going to raise my hand and say I have. About six and a half inches long. <laughs> I saw it in a hotel room in like fucking hotel room. wherever the fuck we were. And when, yeah, you never know what what bounced around in the when, back of that fucking <laughs> <laughs> when brighter and i'm throwing up air quotes forgot his shampoo for the shower and had to roll out forgot my shampoo i'm like hey thank you for the 11 bits azus uh some dudes at the 10 bit there's a mini battle going on for second place right now of course yasek uh on top with 100 bits did you uh, see bgo emailed a song. Yes, thank you, BGO. I, I'll get, I'll get to that. But we got to do our phone calls, emails here. We have some interesting. Th- there's no movie review because Rob is in wherever he's in, not having sex with sex workers. <laughs> As the story goes, uh, non-male sent this in, and let me see. I'm going to give you guys the link here, but I think I, I have two links. I'm going to give you the Amazon one because I think it's easier and there's better <clears throat> commentary on it. Hopefully this works for you all. Uh, it's called Poop Like a Champion. It's a the highest fiber cereal. He says, maybe this is, hey, there's some dude with 91 bits. Thank you, some dude. He's making it happen. Oh, now he's got 101, so some dude's in first place. I see how it's going here. Here's the link to this. To what I'm looking at. Uh, Amazon.com. Poop like a champion. Highest fiber cereal. 100% of daily fiber. 1.6 servings. More soluble fiber per serving than other cereals. He was saying maybe this is your new uh, prune juice challenge. But I'll tell you why it's not. Because I think this makes you regular. Not like suddenly need to evacuate yourself. Um, But it does well, say. Psyllium does. It's basically does do psyllium that. husk. It, it helps. Well, so I think it doesn't it doesn't it make everything firmer? Yeah, it, I think it I think it's more of like just a bunch of fiber. Right. That's what this so is. So scrubbing out your insides. <clears throat> Poop like a champion isn't made to taste great. It's made to work great. That's what it says. 
your life is about to change from the bottom up. <laughs> it says all this stuff in here. But if you like, crank up the flavor with a little brown sugar, syrup, or honey for a sweet, sweet, deep, and nutty taste. Uh, helps reduce bloating. This is not mere cereal. It's the ultimate colon cleansing formula with a stupendous amount of soluble and insoluble fiber. Uh, insoluble to build the fast-moving bulk and soluble to scrub out your squeaky clean colon. Why? You have five to seven feet of colon, and its job is more than elimination. Your clean colon absorbs more nutrients, hydrates you better, blah, 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 blah. So basically, it says poop like a champion. <clears throat> that's what you got. There's that one picture that's a heart over a belly button. Let me see. But <laughs> Just scroll down. Oh, is it okay? I was looking at the pictures of the, and it's it's actually eleven ninety nine a box, but you can there's a two dollar off coupon on Amazon. If you want to go through our Amazon link, you can get it for eight ninety nine a box. And poop, <laughs> poop like a champion ultra fiber cereal number one for number twos. Who, who oh, says I see stupendous it. amount of soluble in, in stupendous amount? What does he, that even mean? <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember the, probably not a lot of people remember the super colon blow commercial from SNL, but the first customer question and answer, it says, does this work better than colon blow? And it says, this is the super colon blow from the original manufacturer. Put on your trainers before taking the first bite. But there <laughs> used to be a commercial <clears throat> with Will Ferrell in it on SNL called colon blow. That was kind of similar, but this wouldn't, I don't think this would work for our, for the Prindu challenge that we're never doing again. <laughs> um, <let's... laughs> so, so yeah, they they responded to that. Does this work better than Colwyn Blow? What they say? We created our cereal so that customers can enjoy having a healthy diet with their daily recommendation of fiber intake, without having to consume supplements, which can cause unexpected side effects to the body. Our goal is to make sure our customers have the smoothest bell ride Jesus. rather than having a rocky experience. Well, uh, let us know if you have any other questions. But, yeah. I'm sure this stuff tastes like shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be terrible. I'm almost tempted to play the old Colin Blow commercial from SNL, but it's more visual. It's like one of those things where, you know, does your cereal... <clears throat> Do you think your cereal has enough fiber? Da, da, da. And he's like, yeah, you know, I think it's good. And he's like, do you think it has as much as colon blow? Well, probably. And he's like, wrong. The narrator says wrong. You'd have to have 180,000 bowls. And they start coming up from the ground in like a giant pyramid, you know? <laughs> and the guy's like, whoa, like sitting on top of the pyramid of bowls of cereal to match one bowl of colon blow. Um, was that a Brand Flakes commercial, or was that it was that like it was originally that they were spoofing? Yeah. It was. It was something like that. It was like or grape nuts. Yeah, I it was like what, ha, what it was cereal like, it was. How many bowls would you have to have to match the vitamins and minerals in one bowl of grape nuts? And it's like I don't know, two Four, wrong bowl. Yeah, it's like eight wrong. You'd have to have fourteen bowls. Yeah, something like this. Hey, Legends Reels in here. Uh, I know he's going to pop in and out, but he says, well, guys, it was a good time to make it to live chat for a bit for the first time in forever, but got to head off. Enjoy the show. Love you all. Love you too, buddy. Hope you're doing well. 
Haven't heard from him for a while, and he's battling. He's battling, so keep him in your thoughts, everybody, when you hear this later. Um, let's see. I got this from Zum. This, and I got this actually from Zum, E. Adams, maybe some dude. I don't remember. There's a bunch of people. Um, but I'll put it in the thing. I mean, this is just right before the show started. So my apologies if I missed who sent this to me. Who, you know, there's a bunch of people, but, uh, Steven Seagal is going to, he's now going to be the sort of, uh, Russia's emissary to the United States or some shit. <laughs> fucking cocksucker. Uh, Russian history's special representative. What does that even mean? I've always had a very strong desire to do all I can to improve Russian American relations. I've worked tirelessly in this direction for many years unofficially, and I am now very grateful for the opportunity to do the same thing officially. I'm going to take you to the bank, Senator Trent. To the blood bank. Yeah, there's a bunch of people that said. So we got fucking uh, Steven Seagal in Russia. We got uh, what's his name from the Chicago Bulls in Korea. (laughs) So everything's fine. Everybody. Yeah, we got Dennis Rodman handling that. And Seagal's on Russia. So don't no one worry at all about anything because it's unlocked. (laughs) Everything's locked down tight. We're in good hands. There's one thing that I I read towards the bottom of this article that really was the hardest thing to believe, and I wish I could find it now. And it might have even been the other the other one that was linked, but it it's mentioned like two or three of his newest movies and said how the Russian audiences are huge fans of them. Like his un- sniper special ops popular with Russian audiences. And I'm like, really? Because they're not popular with anybody. Keep he- uh, and he's 66, by the way, if you're wondering how old he was. And his oh, hair in, is 13. In Russia, you watch the movies you're told to do. That's right. You like Steven Seagal movies in Russia. I've worked tirelessly in this direction for many years unofficially. <laughs> in between being a U.S. Marshal and turning myself into a Native American. For whatever that movie was. remember that last movie like uh we saw or at least some of us saw the uh intro for it and he never like he gets into fights and he never moves his legs they only show him from the waist up and his arms are moving Mm -hmm. and like nobody ever just pushes him over (laughs) anyway but thank you everybody for that one uh let's see years old yeah and look Tom Cruise, you're 56, so knock it off with the stunts, okay? It's enough. <laughs> you're 56. I know you want to fucking... And I know, Hedonis, you're like, but Jackie Chan does his... Yeah, but Jackie Chan was always the guy. His whole career was, like, doing his own stunts, you know? Mm-hmm. Every Jackie Chan movie, in the credits, it shows him fucking up on the stunts. And everyone's like, oh, geez, because that was his that's his whole gig. That's his whole jam. If Jackie Chan breaks his leg, he still does the stunt. That's right. Like there's even movies where they showed Jackie Chan in like a like a cast that's 
painted to look like a sneaker and a and like jeans or something because right. he broke his leg and had to still do the movie and his movies cost like $18,000 to make, you know, in Japan. Tom Cruise is on like a 150 to 200 million dollar budget blockbuster and there's like a jillion people around that are gaffers and fucking light guys and whatever. And uh big shot, five foot two, 120 pounds, soaking wet Tom Cruise decides to shatter his leg. And 200 people now are like, well, I guess I'm going to have to make that paycheck from this week last another eight weeks because now I got nothing. Maybe there's union shit that says like they get paid anyway. I don't know, but it seems a little selfish when there's like 19 stuntmen and probably most of them women to look his size that are ready to do his stunts and take over. And Tom's like, no, no, I need to jump from this building and shatter my shit. Am I bitter? No. <laughs> Russia appointed him. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. Did I not make that clear? No, I just, I'm just, it's blowing my mind. Russia did. Yeah. He's way like into Putin. He's a Putin guy. This world is a crazy place at the moment. Tell me. Uh, Podcastitude sent me some sword news, so I want to get to that. We strive to be your one trusted news source for all sword-related news and views from around the world. Compelling. Relevant. Important. These are all words I just said. Welcome to This Week in Sword News. <laughs> Next up, Malcolm says, and this only makes sense if you heard the pre-show, probably, but Next up, Malcolm says, there's no statute of limitations on licking your mom's beehole," <laughs> Which we found out that was something that Tom Cruise may or may not allegedly like to do. There it is. Thank you, some dude. Rumble in the Bronx. Rumble in the Bronx is the one I was thinking of where Jackie Chan broke his ankle and kept filming. I'll, I will say this, and they mentioned this on Cinema Chat, or I wouldn't have known it. Um, he apparently, Tom Cruise apparently shattered his ankle, but kept running on it because it was a one shot take kind of thing. Like, we got to get this shot now, or we're never going to get it. I'm not saying the guy isn't tough or whatever, but come on. Get your ass together. Uh, Podcastitude sent me this link, which I'll put in the chat for you. That's a little free song. And she said, sword news? Question mark. Ice cream van attacked by man brandishing samurai sword. And they got a picture of him in here. Could be Esta. For all I know. You see this guy? That's one of those littler ones that you used to slice your own stomach open, isn't it? It seems a little long for that, but I don't know. Maybe that, yeah, it could be. And the guy loved the guy. The guy's name is Jamie Tickle. <laughs> <laughs> Little Jamie Tickle was drunk and high on cocaine when he climbed into the van. Just waved the sword. He looks woman. like the, the real life version of Jesse Pinkman from Breaking Bad. Kind of, yeah. I mean, he's just kind of got a shaved head, rolling around, had a little bit of the cocoa. He's in love with the cocoa and drunk. 
And then the other best part, he climbed into the van, waved the sword at the woman, serving three children, where she was freaked out, like, oh my God, what about these children? Who's going to think of the children? And then to get away, he hid by the garbage cans and was arrested shortly <laughs> after. And he, there's no real, like, why did you do this? It's kind of like, I don't know. Not really sure why I did this. I don't the even know what his plan was. It doesn't say like he was trying to steal. Let's see. <laughs> it, you know, like, what are you doing? Even the judge says, uh, the attack came out of the blue and we may never get to the bottom of why he did what he did. No one was injured, but the attack caused quote, psychological devastation. The judge said he was unsure whether tickle 32 fully understood the re the seriousness of what he had done. Like he doesn't even get it. No one understands. I think he just wanted some ice cream. I mean, I don't know. Doesn't have any money. Like, what about this? My sword. Can I, how about now? Some ice cream. Well, I mean, when you're drunk and using cocaine, you usually have your sword out. That's right. <laughs> In your wits together. Exactly. You know what's going on. And then when you want to, when you want to not get picked up by the police, don't run. Hide by the garbage cans and just hang out there. No one's ever going to find you. You know, this totally could have happened to Turd Hat one day. He just couldn't figure out how to open up the garage door. <laughs> well, you still got time. <laughs> okay, this I'm going to need some help from you guys. This is from Hector, not the art director, but a different <laughs> Hector. <laughs> the first thing I thought of when I saw this was Hector, the art director. Uh, hey, uh, VetChat, very long-time listener here. Started sometime around show 10, but rarely make contact. These are, I always, so these are always fun to me, you guys, because it's like, it's like finding, uh, a guy that's been living in your rat, in your, uh, attic, you know? It's like, I've been listening, <laughs> I've been listening since show 10, but I've been hiding here and you don't know me. But now I've, but now I'm coming to communicate. <clears throat> I always love that. Cause that's forever. That's like what we say. Eight years or something? Long time. Someone correct me. But he says, very, very long time listener here. Uh, started somewhere around show 10. Uh, rarely make contact. Absolute massive fan. Appreciate you guys in the show more than you can imagine. So, and I don't have it ready. I'm so bad. So I'm from London, England. And traveling to the USA for a road trip down the East Coast. From the 8th to the 24th of August with five friends. We're flying into New York City. Then, uh, then going to Atlantic City, Philly, Smoky Mountains, Atlanta, finally New Orleans. Uh, we chose due to you guys recommending it so much. So my question is, what sites and attractions do you think are worth visiting along this route? One of the things I'm excited for is the food, which I hear great things about. What foods or restaurants should I make time to try? Thanks for making my Mondays that much better year after year after year. Cheers, Hector. So, um, we need recommendations for. New York City, Atlantic City, Philly, Smoky Mountains, Atlanta, and then finally New Orleans. Um, New York City, of course, you're going to want to get like a good New York City pizza slice. Mm. But see, I don't remember all these names. I'm so bad about that. I've only uh, seen it from New Jersey. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. You you made it to New Jersey. But there's a couple. There's a, And I think um, I might have to wait until one of the New York people listens and gets back to me. 
Um, but there's a couple of really, you know, like walk into them on the street, get a pizza slice, just say you did it kind of places. And New York's kind of self-explanatory depending on what you want to see. I mean, there's obviously the Statue of Liberty and there's, you know, Twin Towers Memorial, if that's your thing. There's, I mean, shit, dude, there's so much in New York. You're just going to be baffled, like, by the vastness of it. That's what I remember was, um... We Dappy Man and I went there, and I was really only there for like a day, day and a half. And stepping out of the the subway and onto the streets of New York, it was like the biggest downtown I'd ever been to. But it never ended. Like every direction, it just went on and on. And I was just like, God damn, you know, it was just wild. But um, Philly, you're gonna want to have a a real Philly cheesesteak, and you can probably Google into that. There's a couple places. Martha Pie took me to one, and I, I again, could picture it in my head, but I'd have to ask the name. Um, the rest I'm kind of <laughs> yeah, going. Martha Pie. Yeah, hit up Martha Pie on Twitter if you're on Twitter. She's in Philly, or I think outside of Philly, maybe now. But um, let me think here. The other spots are tough for me because I haven't really visited them. Like, I've been to Philly. I have never been to Atlantic City, but that's like somewhere you can gamble if that's your thing. But I don't really know that place at all. Smoky Mountains, I've never been to. And Atlanta, I've only like stopover flight through. New yeah, Orleans, I've, I've, I've spent some time. Exactly. That's that's the only place I could give any recommendations. Yeah, what, do you, what did you like in New Orleans? Verde, Verde Mart. That, oh, yeah. All that jazz po' boy. Is, yeah. It's like one of the best sandwiches I've ever had oh. in my life. I ate like five of them. Me too. <laughs> Mothers is really good. Yes. Went to Mothers with Esta and Eves and a couple other people. That was excellent. Um, I was too drunk to, 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 to do most of that shit. <laughs> well, and see, that's the thing. When you go, I don't know how long those guys are going to be in New Orleans, but, uh, you know, you do the, the French Quarter stuff and you can just go to live music, to live music, to live music and bars and bars and bars and whatever. Uh, the whole time, if you want, they have like, like slushies with booze in them. Huge, it's the amazing. biggest thing, bigger than your head, and I'm not joking about it. Like, just fantastic. And then they're everywhere. The best thing about those places, the slushies and booze places, is that it's basically 24 hours. New Orleans is, and those slushy places will have you know, 18 different flavors of slushy, and they're also a pizza place. And it's like, what else do you need when it's two, two or three in the morning and you're, you know, in the French Quarter and you're like, you know, I could really go for a fucking alcohol slushy, but a snack as well. And they got it all in one spot. And they're every corner, it seems like. Um, live music in New Orleans, you can't beat it. I mean, there's a lot of stuff down there. The World War II Museum. Uh, you know, one of the things I did was took one of those flat bottom boats and went out and, you know, you can go see uh see the swamps and whatever swamp tour that's cool um Twitch, you can go to the 2019 bench at meetup yeah <laughs> we're, yeah i mean it's not official but <laughs> anytime anytime anyone votes for the next bench at meetup to be in new orleans i will i will second that emotion but the place um, beat yeah i want i want to beat it It'll beat everybody if you give it long enough. <laughs> I mean, I was I was happy 
I had as much time as I did, but I didn't go big the whole time. There's so many great restaurants there. It's just really hard to to go wrong. I mean, I could give you a you know a list of yes. places I went, mm-hmm. but 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 do get that po' boy. It's that's really great. good, and that's a kind of famous place, sort of right under the under the right. radar. And then of course there's the fucking beignets at uh what you call it. I mean that's like Cafe the du Cafe du Mont. Go get that. I just really have not been a lot of those places for long enough. Uh, X Malcolm says Smoky Mountains. Just get out and see the nature. There's a main drag that has all the tourist shit there. Uh, Meech says, "Okay, there's two places in Philly that famously compete. That's what I was looking for. They both don't compare to some of the hidden places in Philly. So I don't know. You know, you're gonna have to ask a couple of the. Hopefully, a few of the uh, locals in those areas will come back at me with some more." Stuff to check out. But, uh, Zia says, I want to go to New Orleans. Uh, I try crawfish there. Yeah. Pats and Geno's. Thank you, Seven Deuce. Those are the two. He says, but I went to both. <clears throat> Probably can't go wrong with either one. For the, <laughs> and he says, and I got blasted on Twitter. Yeah. Cause if you go to one, then the other people are going to yell at you. And if you go to both, then you're a, you're a two timing, Son of a bitch. So, there's no winning there. Uh, let's see. What else we got here? Oh, this is this is a perfect one for having Brighter on. Uh, Ice Raider sent me this, and he says, best of both worlds. And here is the link for you to talk about. You probably already know about this, because you're in this mix. Check this out. I just heard about this uh, yesterday, actually. One of the world's largest beer makers is about to start producing marijuana-infused drinks. Molson Coors, entering a joint venture with the Hydro... How do you fucking say that? Hydropothecary Corporation, a Canadian marijuana... Hydropothecary Corporation, a Canadian marijuana producer to make non-alcoholic cannabis-infused beverages. So what do you think about this? They're non-alcoholic... Weed drinks, essentially. We've had them before. No, I'm thinking of something else. I'm thinking of the ones that had uh, melatonin in them. Alcohol sales have slumped in states with legalized marijuana. So that's part of the reason why these guys are jumping in on this. I'm a little afraid of these. I'm a little afraid of all edibles, frankly. Your thoughts, Brighter? Did I lose you? You know what? I I muted the cough, and I was sitting oh, here okay. talking to you about it. That's okay. <laughs> I thought that was something um, like that. It happens. Um, I think it's kind of dangerous because if you can drink, mm. if you could drink as easy as like like you can drink a beer, yep. Like you could put away 30, 30 fucking weed weed brews or whatever they are <laughs> and and like you you would be gone it would be a problem would, it would be worse than doofus i was about to say just like when doofus put away like however many cookies until i found him with the fucking box in his hand gobbling them down and i was like what are you doing weed in lungs and weed in stomachs are just is just we different yep and 
technically it's it's not supposed to kill you, but it will fuck you up. I mean, you'll be you'll be in a I wouldn't say a coma, but you'd be out. I mean, it would well, be I, bad. I, that I I disappeared from a show long long time ago. Somewhere in the 200s or something like that. <laughs> Turdad did it too with dabs. He was it's like it was kind of like it wasn't like dabs were the newest thing, but they were pretty you know, it's like I got dabs. Like now that this is what's going on right now is dabs. Turdad's like, check this out, I'm gonna have a dab. And then like fifteen minutes later he's like, I gotta go bread. I gotta go bread. <laughs> I'm like, oh mother. And you did it with edibles, right? Yes, yes. I did it with uh the leftovers from the volcano, which is like a a old school vaporizer designed by Germans. I remember that thing. I never had one, but I remember people saying, like, I got a volcano. <laughs> like, there's always yeah, a new weed thing that's like, oh, it's like $400. And everyone's like, ooh, like when someone's got it, they're like, yeah, this is the best thing. This is the way to do weed now is this. It's made by Germans. <laughs> yeah, but it, well, volcano, the volcano is like, it, it's, it's been around for a long time. You're right. No, you're right. It's 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 like one of the older versions of like not smoking, but, but vaping. A, a ton of stoners normally don't have money, and so when you right. see it, you're like, right. that guy is like that costs like a whole ounce of weed was what that guy's got, and it's just for smoking in. It's, it's not uh, you know. I, I would say it's two, two ounces of weed. Yeah, two ounces of weed. It's 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 pretty. Uh, yeah, it's pretty. It's still pretty high priced for what it is. Yeah. But it's like a Volkswagen. Like the guy you buy weed from would have that. And he would be like, dude, that guy real. I remember I had protopipes. I was like the protopipe. Remember those things? Uh uh-uh. uh. Metal and like you could probably oh, the ones it. that they have the a little that, like um, lid that slides over and you're supposed to can take the whole thing apart and it's got a place to put your weed in it, you know? Oh, yeah. You know what? I I I worked with a guy that had one of these. I had one, yeah. It was, yeah. I had a, I think I had a it's couple. Got a, like, a over electrical. The years. It's like a little. I don't think I ever it's it. not, I don't think it's brass, but it looks, it, you know, it's metal and it's all parts. You can, I don't know, whatever. Yeah, the gold anodized aluminum. <laughs> Something, yeah. And they're kind of expensive. For the at the time, it's like instead of being like a twenty dollar pipe, it's like a fifty dollar pipe or something. You, but you can break it all apart and clean it. Yeah, and you could boil it. You could just break it all apart and boil it if you wanted, and just it would come out fresh as a daisy. I don't. But, I don't like smoking off of, of off of metal. I know, but it was this was old, you know, kind of old school at the time. It looks. Oh, it yeah. almost looks like steampunk. It almost looks steampunk when you look at it. But anyway, about this this weed beer, non-alcoholic weed beer, I, I'm a little leery of it. Except for the fact, if you can control, you know, like, if you can get one bottle is exactly this much THC and whatever, you know, and use well, it like you would a, an edible, then okay. But this they, is... They will know the level that, that is in it. It just I mean, depends on what they... They're going to probably have to put such a tiny amount. You, you're probably right. Like, you might have to drink eight of these to, like, get something going. And you know what? Right. Uh, 
I can't imagine them tasting good. But I'll I'll hold out. And see, I don't I don't buy many edibles from the dispensaries because they don't make them very high doses. There's only mm. a cookie and brownie company that that makes something that's like I think it's 450 milligrams, but everything Jesus. else is is like a hundred or less. Brider needs you to basically take like a fistful of the highest quality buds you can find and shove them right up his ass. And maybe like three fistfuls, and then he'll get a buzz, because that's where he's at. Yeah, it's not psychoactive shoving it in your ass. <laughs> okay. Okay, then you make uh, a gallon of weed butter and a funnel and just pump it right in there. Something like, like this. Like Yeah. Goose? Yeah, like a goose, except in your butt with weed butter. <laughs> <laughs> Exile Malcolm says microdose. <laughs> microdose. Microdose, bro. Yeah, until you eat ten of them. Macrodose. Macro-dose. I'm gonna try one more time to make that happen again. <laughs> oh shit! Okay, I've got this here. Let me see. Um, let me see who this is from. This took me a second. This is from Supra. And uh Supra says I thought of this or I saw this and I thought of you guys. It took me a minute because when I looked at it, I maybe I'm an idiot, but you 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 guys will probably get it quicker. It's a um here it is. It's <laughs> Have you heard of the ancient Greek hero? And it's spelled B O P H A D E S. And I, I for some reason was thinking Bopophides or something, but it's not Bopophides. <laughs> have you heard of the great? Have you heard of the great ancient Greek hero Bophides? B O P H A D E S. He was a lot like Achilles. He had just one weakness, except instead of his heel, it was his groin. You may have heard of an Achilles heel, but have you heard of both of these nuts? <laughs> yeah, sorry, it's such a visual thing, but it does work because I didn't, I couldn't pronounce the name correctly at first, and it took me a, a second. These Bob, nuts, Bob, Bob Hades. Yeah, I'm like Bob Hades. That doesn't, that doesn't seem right. Bob Hades, Bob Hades nuts. <laughs> <laughs> pretty good though once you dip into that <laughs> oh no no's I didn't notice that no no's on the statue yeah Bofa D's nuts um okay I've got a couple audio clips here I need to play you which both work or both work out pretty well uh oh did I miss I might have missed something here hold on Okay, here it is. Yeah, I got another one. This is from, um, before I get to that, this is from Magnus, aka Baby Buttnuts. He's a, he's Baby Buttnuts on Twitter. Don't ask me about what the fuck that's all about, but he's, but it's Magnus, who, who we've been listening forever. And if you ever watch the show Parks and Rec, um, you know, it sort of was a spinoff off The Office, but it was, you know, there's a lot of times be those things and you see them in real life too where it's uh, an open forum where the city council's there and you can walk up to the podium and you can sort of air your grievances for like a certain amount of time, like two or three minutes. That's what we got going on here. 
uh, and I'll play you this clip. Let's. Oh no! Actually, I think I pulled the clip. Do I have? Let's see. Yeah. No, that's not it. Here. No. Yes. No. No. Yes. 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 <laughs> Here it is. I got it. This guy walks up and he's got an agenda and he's got one of those voices that's kind of like, how could I describe it? I'll just let you listen to it. Here you go. Hi, I'm Chris Flowers. If licenses and regulations help stop sex trafficking, then if Kansas truly wanted to put an end to sex slavery, shouldn't they allow grown adults to engage in prostitution legally and then regulate and license that? When you ban something outright, that forces what you ban onto the black market. And the black market is where shady stuff starts happening. Case in point, many years ago, my friend came over with some marijuana and we smoked it. Shortly after, we both started feeling something wasn't quite right. That's right, it was laced. Then not too long ago, Colorado legalized marijuana, and now a lot of the marijuana being sold around here comes from dis dispensaries in Colorado, and you hardly ever hear tales anymore of people buying pot that's laced. I say the same basics apply to prostitution. If prostitution was legalized and reasonably regulated, then most people would rather deal with a legitimate licensed prostitute than have to deal with pimps and potential sex slaves. So I propose this. The city allows for licensed masseurs to give genital massages if the masseur and the client both agree to it. We let someone get naked and, and have every other part of their body touched and rubbed by a massage therapist. Hell, we let proctologists spend their day fingering men and sticking things up their anus. So if someone wants to yank a guy's crank, I say let him. Picture this. A big old sweaty fat guy would... Getting him off with your hand actually be that much worse than giving him a full body massage, getting up in there under the folds of fat, or being the proctologist sticking your finger up his ass. And that brings me to my last point. This is about a group of people imposing their morality on the rest of society. If a grown adult wants a a hand job, another grown adult, and another grown adult is willing to give one for money, then let them. That's both freedom and capitalism, and that's the foundation of our country. If you have a problem with a genital massage, then don't get one, and allow other consenting adults to do what they want. That would truly be a happy ending for everyone. Thank you. <laughs> we also need government funding. So that we can give it, give it all to the incels, and they can uh, stop being that. Yeah, they're that. They're a bunch of weirdos too, though. <laughs> That's such a fucking weird thing. But the guy makes a pretty good argument. You have to admit, like for for you know, yeah, J- I- Joe Rogan's been it, he he got it from him. But it, it is it is a good point. It it would it it's if people want to do it then I don't know why they shouldn't be able to. It's not going to hurt anybody. Well, my point is it's happening anyway, so it's sort of on along the lines of uh, weed, 
Like, well, you can make it illegal, but there's still going to be a ton of people that are growing weed, selling weed, buying weed, smoking weed, whatever. You do the same thing right. with prostitution. Uh, you know. Right. It's, it's called the world's oldest profession for a reason. Exactly. It's not going away. And the guy had like a, I mean, I have to hand it to him. He is not the greatest public speaker, but he had a well-formed argument and a well-written out idea, you know, plan whatever and clearly he's you know i want a hand job i can't get a hand job legally and why can't i get one that kind of thing sex work is way too dangerous and it shouldn't be i agree (laughs) i agree uh yeah he had good good points yeah and i and and i i it did take a lot of bravery to stand up in a council meeting and read in, all of that that's in kansas by the way where it's probably not quite as you know oh yeah they, there's there's <laughs> there's probably more of the lady talking about her divorce in that room than people like him i've got another lady that i'm gonna save for the after show which we're getting close to because it's a little longer but she's she's a she's a whole piece of work herself uh but i like that one thank you Baby butt nuts, aka Magnus. I have two clips that I've pulled here. They're from two different emails, and you'll see you'll be surprised when you hear them how well they go together eventually. Um completely uh independent of each other from two different people. They wanted me to pull these. One of them is from our show, and the other one who is listening is from Cinema Chat Podcast. X not Malcolm. So hang tight, because ours is first. Hey, Finn, the Desi here. I think this is my first email. I've been to a few live shows, but I've been listening since Vegas, I believe. Anyway, there's a funny clip in that, in uh, this last week's show where Turdette says, I'd clean out a bunch of dudes. One hour and 48 minutes in is where it is. I'd pull it myself, but I don't have the audio software capable of getting a good version of it. Love the show. Thanks for being great. Sauce is a douche. So I did pull that for you from our last show. Uh, this is the full <laughs> clip. And this was in regards to uh, Pimple Popper MD. There's a lady that's got a new show on, uh, I don't remember if it's fucking Discovery or TLC uh-huh. or whatever. We talked about it on the show, uh, our last live show. And Turdout was saying how he's sort of better than this lady. And he doesn't like this lady who stormed onto youtube and thinks she's all that and turned out a better uh pibble popper so this was in the midst of that uh conversation well i just she she hasn't been around she hasn't i mean i should be on there before that bitch uh Poppy i could Pipples? i could clean i could clean up you know a bunch of dudes <laughs> and of course the short version i could clean up you know a bunch of dudes i could clean up you know a bunch of dudes there you go for the Desi. <laughs> and this is from El Tortazon. Hey, Fen, I'm writing to ask you to pull a clip of Cinema Chat Podcast episode 166. The clip happens between 32 minutes 50 seconds and 33 minutes 2 seconds. Exxon Malcolm says something that made me do a double take. I hope you have a chance to grab it. I hope all is well and have a great show. And yes, I will see you in Austin. So that's him coming with uh uh two other no, people. You won't. 
<laughs> You're such a dick. <laughs> the only reason I'm not getting on you about that joke is because he he would laugh at it too. He would make that joke too. Uh, hi, flawless. Let's see. Oh yeah, I think you did. Some dude put that in the Patreon comments too about the the Turdak clip that I just played you. But here is the um the clip from Cinema Chat podcast. Uh, from Excellent Malcolm. There's there's no reason for them not to fold that in, and it would be an easy way to fold in. Uh, a Avenger tie-in, I think, could somehow explain away where everybody has been. You know, I think mm-hmm. Infinity War could probably just fold them in at the end. You know, because we know that the you know everything's going to be undone somehow, mm-hmm. and for them to undo it and then mess around with history or something, and then all of a sudden the just mutants just exist. That's that's something people are gonna easily buy in hand wave because they just want to see the X Men. You know, people want to see Wolverine on the Avengers squad. I might jizz in my pants. Yeah. There you go. That's what he was looking for. Might jizz in my pants. I might jizz in I, my pants. I I agree. Well, it's it's true. I mean, if you listen to the longer clip. Uh, they're talking about the fact that the rights for the X-Men and the Avengers now could fall under the same umbrella and they could involve them in the whole storyline. So, but now we've got this. I might jizz in my pants. And you clean up, you know, a bunch of dudes. So you got one guy jizzing in his pants. I jizz in my pants. And Turt at saying clean up, you know, a bunch of dudes. He can clean it up. <laughs> jizzing uh, your pants yeah. and I got somebody jizzing and somebody cleaning yeah but like you said Brad, I kind of agree Reach says buy a new soundboard and load only that on it <laughs> <laughs> over and over it's just funny how that all works you know that all that all quote unquote comes together <laughs> Um, let's see. So we're going to go to the after show. And I've got, where is it? Vacuum sailor. Slow cooker. Air fryer. Oh, I might as well play this. We've been here for over three hours now, and I'm not sure if any of us can see what all this is supposed to mean. Supposed to mean? Supposed to mean? I think everyone here knows what this is supposed to mean. You've gone over something again and, and again, again and again and again. Like I have. Certain questions get answered, others spring up. The mind plays tricks on you, you play tricks back. It's like you're unraveling a big cable knit sweater that someone keeps knitting and knitting and knitting and knitting and knitting and knitting and knitting. All right, let me do this. Thanks for tuning into VinChat. If you want to get in touch with these guys, you'll find them all on Twitter. Finn will be at VinChat. Esta is going to be at VinChat underscore Esta. TurdHat is at TurdHat2. Sauce will be at... Overdose of Sauce! Send them some actual mail at P.O. Box 6654, Concord, California, 94520. Send your emails and audio attachments to VinChat at gmail.com. Call them on Skype. 
925-246-2428. That's 925-246-CHAT. And you know, Mal, uh, Meowth said something that was pretty apt, even though I was going to go to the music right now. Um, monopolies are still bad despite the pants jizzing over comic book crossovers. And she's right. It's a little bit like, you know, it starts getting a little scary when it's like this giant company that owns 19 other companies is going to buy this other owning, one. Saying owning one brand of comic books is a monopoly is kind of silly, though. No, that part I don't. Uh, that that I do not agree with. Putting Marvel under one roof is fine. It's it's the other stuff all to, you know added up. The giant company buying another giant company that happens to own Marvel. So she's right. I mean, I'm stoked on the comic book crossovers, but I oh, don't, okay, okay, you know what I mean. But I don't like necessarily uh, the you know instead of ten companies. There's like three companies or two. It's getting weird. You know, it's weird. <laughs> BGO sent me the song and he says, I hope this song is good. <laughs> <laughs> it's called, well, it's Tokyo Elvis off of the, you know, it's chiptunes. We all know that. So don't, let's not pretend we don't know it's chiptunes because we do. Yeah, but it's called Tokyo Elvis off of Chiptunes Win Volume 6, uh, Track 21, Purple Trampoline. Just that it's made by Tokyo Elvis sounds good to me. So we'll, we'll give it a shot. We'll catch you on the flip side of that, and we are out.
<laughs> Sorry about that. I was trying to move some things around. I ended up hitting some buttons. I, I ended up hitting this. Nook Nerd Corner. <laughs> beep, 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 beep. And this. The stars at night are big Nook, and bright. Trying to get a couple things on the board that we just played before I forgot. Which were, let me see. Well, you know what it was. It was the, you know, jizz in my pants thing and the other one. Hold on. Got that one. Trying to get this and this. I might jizz in my pants. I could clean up, you know, a bunch of dudes. Just to have that available. Let me save this. Okay. BGS says this is more of a weed jam. Um, yeah. Speaking, speaking of weed jam. <coughs> yeah, I just did a dab. I'm dying. I should have <laughs> kept it muted. Dude, I can't handle that shit. It fucking, like, you basically would have to put me to bed. I mean, in the middle of the day, whenever I did it, there's no chance I could handle that. Um, yeah, I've probably got way too much in me. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> That's what I'm she making said. Up, I'm making up for the people that aren't doing it. It's true. Just trying to create some balance. Let me see I was trimming all day, actually. So do you have... Are you growing some plants? No, but I have a friend that's a friend caregiver. That's so he's, got, he's, got a, he's got a legal grow. It's not federally legal. I forget but. about how that hall works still in Arizona. Like, Because it was such a um, hypocritical bullshit thing in California when we were medical. Like... I would have to have my medical card and it's like, out my back, you know, I got to have my card. And, uh, then like, if you wanted to grow more than a certain amount of plants, you were like, I'm a caregiver. I'm a caregiver. When really it's right. just like, I, I can grow 30 plants instead of six plants now or whatever the fuck it is. So he's to a be caregiver. Able to grow, mm -hmm. You have to live 25 miles away from a dispensary. What? So, like, all our laws were written by the people that own the first dispensary license. Oh, so they're just so like, I don't it, want it. It's, yeah, it's really fucked. That's why it didn't legalize here uh, two years ago because everybody was against it because it was the same thing. It's the same. It was going to be same really laws. restrictive laws. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That, that just make the same people rich and <laughs> don't really care about. You know, so it's just bad shit. But yeah, so um, yeah, I I did like we I think we did Ted plants today, trimmed my fucking ass off. So what? How does that work? Does he pay you in weed, or do you get money, or like? Because that's yes. not that's no fun. You get you get three grams an hour. <laughs> so how many hours did you work today? Uh, six and a half. Wow. Wow. Yeah, Esta might have known that. Yeah. How would Esta know? <laughs> he he knows the size of my cock. Oh, oh, six and a half. God damn it. <laughs> that still is the strangest thing that's happened on this show for like six months. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you all? And I'm Ron Burgundy. Go fuck yourself, San Diego. Let me play this before we uh, get out of here. 
This is another lady at the um, city council meeting where she's a teacher and she's claiming that the other teachers are, I, I've only listened to it once and I'm sorry if I'm fucking this up. Basically, since she, she says, I know, I do no sex. I do no sex. I'm celibate. I do no sex. All the other teachers do sex. And I am being like persecuted because they have sex rings and they want to prostitute me out or whatever. This is all like a city council meeting. So here you go. Come on. Mayor Jim Gray and a Lexington council. My name is Vivian Janet Bowman. I am a Kentucky certified school teacher, a graduate of Western Kentucky University with a master university degree. I live in the 10th district here in Lexington. I am not a sexually active person. I do no sex to get employment or to get anything. I am a celibate person who is not gay. Some teachers in the Fayette <laughs> County Public Schools and the principal of Cassidy Elementary School have told me they have blackballed me from employment in the Fayette County Public Schools because I do no sex. <laughs> These women employee educators have told me to get married, live with a man, do sex with people, and you will have employment in the Fayette County Public Schools. I want Mayor Jim Gray and the Lexington Fayette County Council to know how much I object to this malicious, degrading, unlawful activities by these unethical women educators and and what they are doing to me in the Fed County Public Schools. They wanted to do forced prostitution and trafficking on me for the purpose of sexual exploitation, so to inflict severe humiliation on me and diminish human dignity. I want you to read the liar words written about me by Rhonda Fister, principal of Cassidy Elementary School. She writes her liar words because she knows I do no sex, but I am a widow. My children are grown and I live a celibate life. This malicious principal woman wants to lie and say there was pictures taken of me with boys only. Rhonda Fister is liar. There is no such <laughs> picture taken of me with boys only. What this immoral, unethical educator it's is moment. trying to insinuate is dirty and malicious on her part. Excuse me. We need your time. Thank you very much. And Mr. Mundy will... Sir, Mia, I just have one question. I explain that because I have a question. There is um, ordinance here in Lexington protecting gay people from discrimination in employment and housing. I am asking you please to extend this ordinance to protect me because I do no sex. I am a celibate person who is not gay. All right, we'll do our best to help. Thank you. All right, next is... Leanne Bell. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> if. Hold on. I, I can't remember what happens. There's a couple of seconds left here. She went up and talked to the guy. That's why he was saying, like, thank you. Thank you. Bell, you are speaking on minimum wage, right? Yes, sir. <laughs> thank you. And if you get. There you go. That's all of it. If you have to say, I'm not gay, and nobody's asking you the question. You're gay. <laughs> You're gay. <laughs> I can't remember her first name, but it was just whatever it was. Kristen Fister is liar. 
is liar. Fister. Reach, reach I'm through s- the uh, fister. <laughs> I barely even know. Yeah. 